Hit him with a lineup, boss. Hit him with a lineup. He was born in thrall. He could do it all. Look at sharp in the shirt, too. I don't know why I love the shirt on his butt. Ladies. Ladies. Oh, he's taking it off in a hurry before, before the ladies start banging down the doors. Uh, football player as a youth. Boxer as an adult. That works out almost every day. And he can, uh, you've heard the term uh, drink you on the table. He can eat you under the table, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh ladies. Ladies. <laughs> He's the hardest working man in show business. It keeps us in line so that we can continue to entertain y'all. His name is Mr. Chewy El Dorado. Oh, man, it feels good. You make it feel good. Well, the gentleman that's to my front, he's a man that knows how to sport a ball cap. He's got specific brands as well, not just Bob and myself. He's a man that's been around this entire country, I think even internationally when it comes to comedy. And he's been, of course, on television. An episode of Law & Order. You'll be, you, can barely, you barely see him, but it's good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a father, a lover, and most of all, He's yours every single morning here in Austin, Texas. Matt Mirnan! Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Just come in from the cold for the second time this morning already, dressed head to tail. Head to tail in black. Because he's, uh, I don't know if he's been out burgling houses uh, overnight or working for uh, special ops. I'm not sure how he's been doing it. We'll find out here in a moment. But, uh, you know, we've all done it. You get all the way to the office, you get settled in, and then you, you realize, I left my phone, I left my wallet in the car. What the hell am I thinking? We'll chat about that in a second. But he's a member of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. But uh, I think that his most special place is not that seat he used to uh, occupy over there at uh, the Frank Irwin Center, the seat he used to occupy over there at the uh, GSD&M, or the seat he used to occupy at the Fox or PM. Uh, PM Magazine, any of those things. It's the it's a little space that he occupies inside your hearts and inside your minds, Austin. Here he is, oh. the gentleman we all love, the progenitor of the Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. It's Mr. Bob Fonseca himself. Oh, thank you. Look at that, all of us here again. Now, are you a person that... What a team, what a team. You keep your wallet somewhere in your car. No, here's the deal. So I got a loaner, right? Because my car is over, uh, right, right, right. My car is over at Austin Auto Finishes. Okay, that's where that, you know you you know those guys over there. Right, I do. Now, why is it over there? They're, because they're they do, Tesla are they doing experts. Are or they whatever. doing PDR for you? On yeah, your they're little, doing some, on your doing some PDR. Your and I've had in a, the back. I've had three years of door dings that they're working on, and I want to. Uh, I need a hitch on the back so I can put my you know. Strap my e-bike on it every once in a while and take it downtown, ride with some friends and stuff. So, you know, there's just some some maintenance and on the body that needs to be done, and some of the you know, I don't know what they're doing. They just hey, I just drop. Okay. I just I, you I know mean, what? Your rights are you, being read. No, you just drop. You just throw them. You just throw them the keys and say, "Do what okay. you do." Okay, but that means I have a loaner, so the all my systems like my phone is not my key. I have to use a physical card. Oh, to lock it and unlock I'm so it. Sorry, yeah, are you okay. Well, have you been all right? Do you need the day off? And then to start the car, I have to put the card. You know, normally my phone would tell the car that I'm in it, and 
operate, but yeah. I have to take the card and put it on the dash so that it, or on the console so it starts the car. I know these are huge inconveniences. Hey, but the, but the, yeah. can you go get Bob like a a, a milkshake? But the Bob uh, and a blanket. No, yeah, By the way, I want to be known as Cool Bob. That's my new. Could you go get Cool Bob a, that's a my blanket? New nickname. I'm dropping maybe a pillow. I'm dropping Bob Father, and I just want to be known going forward. Cool Bob. Cool Bob. Uh, do we? That's we the should. most uncoolest name I've ever. Heard. I know. I know. That's what I love about it. It's just ridiculous. I'm kind of stealing that from this show I'm watching, where there's a cool Rick. But uh, the the net net of that situation is. That I don't even know what the net net is, other than it's I have to manually lock it, and so I left my wallet in there on the console because my wallet's black, the console's black, it's dark when we the get girls here. On time bomb, and so I just had to go. I had to go retrieve it and lock the car manually. That's it. That's wild, man. I know. I was I asking because I know people. Who to store their wallet in their car? And I've never quite understood that. I thought you might be one of those people. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I met one of those I people with you. I have to set it down. And you the... met one of those people with me. Yeah, yeah. Was it my? Yeah. Was it my brother? Yeah. I made a joke. Remember? See, that's where I keep my money. I set it in a purse. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm sorry. I, I, I for, yeah. I my so them. like I have a brother who. He's always like, oh, I forgot my wallet. I gotta let me go out to the car. And I'm like, who leaves their wallet? He says know. it's the safest place, right? You have a safe He's right outside. He's told me before if he tries to keep it in the house, he'll lose it. And he never needs the wallet in the house. He needs it when he goes places, so he keeps it in the car. Now, I feel like I, my car has been broken into so many times. It seems like the craziest thing to do. But here's the other thing. He doesn't even, it's not like he gets in the car and immediately puts it in his pants. It just stays somewhere in his car. Yeah, I don't know. That's I weird. don't know either. I have another issue. Oh, okay. What's that? Taylor gave me this. Swift? No. Weldon. Weldon. The uh, everyday carry guy. He yes. gave me this wallet. It that broke. thing. It's a nice wallet. I love it. It's my favorite wallet ever. It's one of my favorite things. You pull this little flap up and it pulls the cards out. Yeah. But I guess I had too many cards in it this week. <laughs> Uh-oh. And it stretched out a little bit. Oh, now it won't. Uh... Well, it's just now it's like I'm worried that. Well, could you, is it leather? Yeah. You can get it wet and then lay it out to dry. It'll shrink back up. That's why I was wondering if I put a hair dryer on it or something. And it would shrink up. Mm. It's not bad. It's just that it has there's a risk. There's a fall risk. Right. Are you. And even mm-hmm. that's too many cards. Well, why don't you get one of those thick cards like your wife wants you to? What's that? You oh, one of those yeah. thick cards. She I makes know. fun of your... She says that all your credit cards are, are lame, poor person are lame. credit cards. They are lame. It's a debit card with the bank logo on it. I think, like, if you wanna, I think if you want it to shrink down real small, just, just feed it whatever you, you feed yourself. No. Right, I thought you'd be helpful, but again... I can't help you there. Not. I, don't I can't. You guys didn't help me yesterday. I've never been in these circumstances. I still have no solution. I have no... Uh, I still have no... Res, uh, resolution? What's the word I'm looking for? I can't think right now. You say you need uh, I still have no satisfaction or anything I regarding get no my near kidnapping yesterday. Satis- and then I was on Media Room last night, and people were just giving me a hard time about it, too, and trying to make jokes. What? And it's like I still... That's weird, because... Nobody, nobody wanted to like, help me. It doesn't seem like we're the kind of group or, no. or the kind of listeners who would just... 
have fun with something like that. I apologize to you. Yeah. By the way, you guys were no help. Shout out to the listeners, by the way, especially the men. But a big thanks to the ladies as well. Especially the ladies. I mean, you guys were no help. We need like one more lady. We need one or two more ladies. To listen? Yeah. We have a few. I know, but I'm saying we, uh, you saw the, the, the oh, message, didn't you? Oh, okay. We oh, are, yeah. after a summer of... 69? A summer of kind of hanging out in the doldrums, the listeners are back. But yeah, you know, I don't know if they ch- they changed out. You know, we can't get into the, the specifics, but we, um, I don't know what happened. But in the summer, we just, we didn't get bad, but it wasn't, wasn't ratings to write home about, but woo. We're looking like this first month of the year could be. It's right. looking nice. You know what that is? That's it. We should throw squirrel. a listener happy hour if we're gonna if they're gonna be doing us. That's true. We nice should. Like well, who's gonna pay for it? Yeah, that's the problem. The listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can give away an 85 inch of AK TV at the party. I still think you missed out. You would, you would have. Do you become that story I, is so the, good? That segment is so good that that should become. We should find. We need to find a place mm-hmm. that was willing to partner with us to give away an eighty-five inch eight K television. Yeah, because that's deliver a huge, in a white van. Yeah, that's a huge fun. We have to pull that segment and I think play it again. I'm still Friday. I or still something, have a little PTSD about it. I know you do, but. Here's the thing you need to remember about that. You had enough common sense to keep yourself safe. Right. Right, and not fall. I'm not kidding with you either. I think you could have been, not in Syria. I don't think these guys were going to tie you up and beat you. We were saying that to, but. They would have done it for free. They were obviously, there's there's a scam involved in there that you don't understand or quite know yet. And that's what disturbs me because I want to know everything. I want to know how the world works, and I want to know how these scams work, and I want to know what the end game, what the end game was. What was their intention when they rolled up next to me? They spotted me. They chose me out of everybody else walking in the parking lot. And listen, I may or may not be able to fight. You know, I don't know. I mean, so it seems like why wouldn't they the... pick on a little old lady? That's what did they see in me? That's what another thing that disturbed you. What did they see in me that made them think? That I was a mark. Well, I can no, don't. All right, be nice. Don't. Hey, Bob, yeah, out of got, my car. I I'm got setting a, you up. You I got an 85-inch 8K mirror, and I'd like to have you look into it. I wonder. You weigh 140 pounds now. Well, maybe that they knew they could, they could throw li- me I could around. Lift you over my head. Yeah. Think. So that's that's also, kind of a quick benefit. You paid money for a Chicago Bears hat, so they know that you make bad decisions. It was two for one day at Lids. Okay, I was at the mall. I went in the Lids. They're like, buy you one. You sure you didn't buy that at Skids? Buy one and get one free. So I had to pick two teams. All right, I picked the Jets and I picked the Bears. Oh, so you play for both teams? You guys are no help, man. What I'm, you, I'm, I'm, out why I probably you. am going to have to go back into therapy or get better help or something because I can't figure out this this situation. You you have to join whatever factory there is as one of the henchmen to figure out what's going on. So yeah. I don't unless you want to do all that work like 6 months of going undercover. Well, listeners are no help. You guys are no help. I don't somebody has the answer. But I guess they don't want to give it to me. Good morning everybody. It's time for quick quick boom. Uh, we uh we join where we left off yesterday. We've been looking at uh Famous phrases that people mispronounce. Dumb people. Well, it turns out that we mispronounce some of them. 
Well, we found out yesterday that there are a good percentage of Americans that don't know that it's a dog-eat-dog world. They believe it's a doggy-dog world. Doggy. You know what? I choose to believe that it is the second one. We got in a, not a heated debate at all. It was a very friendly, but uh, it turns out that it's very closely divided between buck naked in this country and butt naked. It should change now as times have passed. Yeah. The original saying was buck naked. But as Chewy pointed out, he'd never heard of that. He sounds stupid, and he said butt naked his whole life. I thought right. buck naked was the the traffic reporter in the helicopter in Austin for a bit in the nineties. Oh yeah. Well, let's get Hope into let's Hope get into a couple more now. All right, we had fun with this yesterday, didn't we? Did you guys have fun? I did. Made me feel smart. It's very. I think I was like nine out of ten on that. Oh uh, well, Bob will know this one. Uh, I'll ask Chewy. Chewy, is it chomping at the bit or is it champing at the bit? Chomping. Incorrect. Yeah, I think I say it's champing, but I always say chomping. You should have asked. Him I always first. say chomping at the. I say chomping at the bit, but I know See? it's not right. But because I, I don't know what champing I've means. Never heard anybody say champing. You at champ the bit. down on something, never or do you chomp it. down on something? You chomp. C H A M P. Uh, horse people will know it's chomp at the bit. Not well, so chomp it, at the bit. It is it's pronounced chomp at the bit. bit, just with an A. Well, because I've never heard it's anybody not champ say it. at the bit. It's chomp at the bit. Okay, chomp. The, the bit chomp. is that metal chomp. rod that goes through the horse's exactly. mouth. That's the, very un- must be very uncomfortable for the horse. It's not. It's well, gotta be the cruelest thing ever. It's comfortable if it's sitting, um, you know, neutrally. Yeah. As you pull, it pulls, and, and they don't enjoy that. And then you know how occasionally, I know that? occasionally a. A horse gets upset and then looks starts to look like someone who's done uh, too much cocaine or yeah, the eyes go and they start doing this with it and that is called champing. I read the book when I was a kid. I read the book Black Beauty, and I think it's oh. a first. I think the ho- oh Black Beauty, family, <laughs> oh Black Beauty. The horse talks in first person in that. I think the horse what? narrates that. The story. horse talks Not true at all. What book am I thinking of then, where the horse kind of narrates it? Secretariat, Mister Ed. Ed. Secretariat. I'm not going to ask you guys any more questions about anything. Where the horse Because everything's got to be funny. Ha ha. Look at me. I got the Was, line. I got the one-liner. You're asking about a I'm pretty movie sure where a black, horse talks. I'm pretty so sure Black Beauty is from the mind of the horse narrating it, talking about his life. Is that one of your favorite movies, Chewie? Which one? And it, and he talks about the uncomfortable, or she, or whatever. I don't know if Black Beauty is a he or she. talks about the uncomfortableness yeah. Did you ever see that bit. movie as a kid? Uh, I haven't seen Black How Beauty. How about uh, Black Booty? I have seen that. You guys don't, you've probably never read literature. I bet you guys have never read a book. There's a book called Literature? What was the last book you read, Chewie? And when? Uh, what was okay, it? Okay, never mind. I read a book. Blood Meridian. What was the last book you said? That? Not odd books on tape, not audible. I read a book every night. Good night, Moon. Books read Good me. night, Spoon. <laughs> Good night, House with a Woman in the Room. Good night, Mouse. Good night, mirror. What's the last book you read that wasn't uh, uh, bio? What difference does it make? It's a big difference. Because some other other nonfictions, you learn something. He carries a book around and goes, Ooh, look at me. I'm a reading nerd. That's what it says on the front of it. He carries it around the coffee shop so everybody knows. Enjoy your reading. So done with you guys. And at the height of our success, I'm so done with you. Done with us. So done with you. Um. Maybe the horse talks. I don't know. No, he doesn't talk. It's not Mr. Ed. Books have narr- Books take the form of the person. Oh, wait, the horse wrote the book? The, it's the writer talking or the main characters, his How point does of view. the horse hold a pencil? Uh, so a the book horse has can, a point of view, right? 
Yeah. Either first person, second person, third person, whatever. How big is a keyboard that but can accommodate the, hooves? These are the horse's thoughts. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. The whole the whole book, every chapter, the horse stops to go, damn, look at that dong. So he's look not, at this thing. No, he's not talking. What are you doing over there? What is it? You writing a horse book? What you typing? How does a horse write a book? How many books have horses written? Put they, that in there. Do they really turn them into glue at the end of it all? See, the horse is the first person. First person point of view. Really? Black mm. Beauty is the central narrator of her own story. And in fact, tells the horse's life story. Uh, and that's why I remember a se- a early on in early chapter talking about how uncomfortable a bit chomp- champing at the bit is. I remember that from my childhood. It made it quite an impact. So there. I'm vindicated, and you guys look like unliter- illiterate, unliterate. I want to listen to some. Yet low, but full, and clear, and kind. And when he gave orders, it was so steady and decided that everyone knew, both horses and men, that he expected to be obeyed. Wait, wait, wait. Is this actually a sexual book? It sounds like a little AMSR or whatever. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> wait, it's a... It's Man, that British a female gets horse. Every time. It's a female horse that talks about being controlled by someone who yeah, rides some, her, and, and that's why we make kids read it. Oh, no wonder, no wonder, no wonder all those teen Texas girls love it. Texas is banning this right now. <laughs> Governor Abbott's going to ban this book if he hasn't already, just by the name. <laughs> anyway, I, I forgot it was champing at the bit, but it still doesn't make any sense. It, do you, is the word champ? Do you use it champing in any other? Well, you wouldn't because it's only. Like I'm champ. It, I'm gonna go. Hey, let's go champ on a not on a taco this afternoon. I wouldn't say chomp either. No, well, because because it comes from the French, you know, like the Champs-Élysées. Color Chauncey. I'm so excited that I was 100 percent right, and you guys try to change my mind about what about the book being narrated by a horse. We're not. We haven't. Well, that was like one line. We don't know if that's the horse. It says so right here in Wikipedia. Point of view in Black Beauty. The book is written in dual point of views. Points of view. It should say dual points of view. It says dual point of views. How Black Beauty changed the way we see horses from NPR. Uh, I think think the documentary Zoo changed how we saw horses. Do you remember how Daniel was like, I will, what if he He saw a barn barn. anywhere? He's like, you don't, you don't understand the horrible sex things that have gone on in the building every city. He's at every barn in America. Has had horse sex abuse. That ladies, happened watch it. the watch the movie Zoo. It's no, good. ladies, don't. It's too early in the day for you to be watching it's that. It's a good documentary. If you haven't seen it. But dudes, black, murder mystery. <laughs> black, black booty. You're only gonna need like two minutes. Ah. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Is the term Jerry rigged or jury rigged? Jerry. Is it jerry-rigged or Boy, is it... I want to say jury-rigged. It's jerry-rigged because that's like... I isn't know. that a German... Is that from like, World War II or yeah, something? Yeah, so it's jerry-rigged. I think it's jury-rigged, though. That would mean that it was like by committee. No, that but it was that's, rigged by that like, means something's crooked or messed up. A jerry-rigged is fixed. It's a fixing. It's a quick fix. That I, think I don't use that term because I'm afraid that that term's been canceled anyway, regardless of its source. So I just say, oh, is it? That's. Uh, Are we respecting the Germans now? We're friends. We're allies. They're one of our best allies. And cheap beer.
I want to go there. Everybody that goes to Germany has the best time. It actually looks like really soft pretzels. Really, I can in in like Dijon mustard. I want to go to the big. What's the big festival? Cheap beer. The actual Oktoberfest. Oh, them dudes are wild. They're doing like lines on the table and stuff. Uh, you guys want the correct answer? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, there's a correct answer, and then there's what Americans say. I think it's jury rigged. But I never say it that way, and I don't use that phrase. Seventy-four percent of Americans say jerry rigged. Twenty-six percent. Twenty-six percent say jury rigged. The correct term, the original term, is jury rigged. Yeah. What? Jury rigged. Democracy loses. And here's the actual story behind it. I can give this to you. We don't have to believe you, though. Jury rigging, jury rig, a jury rig is a sailing term. Oh, okay. And it, it means a quick temporary fix. Okay. And it's a sailing term that has existed from, you know, we were sailing back in the, the 1500s. Uh-huh. And jury rig is a term that came from there. We had a term during both world wars called jerry built. Mm-hmm. Meaning it was built by the Germans and it was a, it was a, Derogatory term to say it was right. cheaply, yeah, cheaply built and it wouldn't like last. The, like they're like they're dumb. Uh, the Germans are dumb. Hand it. grenade. The Germans are tough enough. The potato masher. Who designed that? Well, who he, put a wooden stick? That kills in the old Call of Duty. Like the what? Old what's ironic is that we're a country that says that oh, if it's built by Germans, it sucks. But we line up to pay extra for, for BMW, BMW, Mercedes Benz, uh-huh. Porsche. Should I keep going? Heineken. Yep. Ugh, no. That also Heineken, not German. Well, not, not that's here. Am, that's uh, Amsterdamian. What do you? What? Uh, oh, another okay. Highland I'm Dutch. Sorry, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's really just their language that's very unpleasant. <laughs> like I just don't. Still want to go over there. But at some point, we started cross pollinating Jerry built yeah. with Jerry rigged, and then it became Jerry rigged, and it just yeah. stayed there. Yes. Anytime you say Jerry rigged. It's a lot like saying that somebody Welshed on a bet, which is yeah, basically derogatory to the Welsh. Right. Or that you've been Shanghai'd. That's not exactly polite to say that you've right. been Shanghai'd. We would cancel uh, that one. If you say you're going Dutch or Dutch treat, right? That's, that's not actually, too bad. No, it's actually it's is because it? they used to call the Dutch very cheap. Oh, they used to say because the Dutch were an incredible. It's an incredibly wealthy country. But they would want to split stuff, and they made it so the whole thing was like you're you're wealthy, but you won't pay. That's how the rich stay rich. Now that's true as well. So now you learned a little lesson. Thank let's get one. Rich. Let's get at least one more in All here right. today. This one's too stupid. We won't even do it. Is it duct tape or duct tape? We know what it is. It's duct tape, and there's a brand called duct tape. But let's go to this. Are you ready? I like frog tape. That that, that frog tape is. Really I, good. I do the green flex stuff. Tape. Is I'm the, a flex tape guy. Flex tape. You can't paint with flex tape. It does everything. Okay, are you ready? Ooh, this one's good. How do you spell bated breath? <laughs> like a, like a to, fish bait. I've never had to s- spell it. I've never written that in a report. Or, yeah, with bated breath. I would spell bait like fish bait because in the baited. South I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it sounds like someone baited his breath. Is it even baited or is it baited? The correct... Phrase to hold one's breath in anticipation. B a t e d. B a t e d. Bated yeah. breath. That's how I would guess. Damn, I'm I wouldn't. I would spell it bated breath. B a i. I can't believe it's bated well, breath. Let's take these back from the English. You know I'm right on all of these because 
I know this article wouldn't exist if it was all obvious. So I just take the opposite of what I think and pick that as the answer, and I've been right every time. That's not true for the first half that yesterday we all picked correctly. All I know is I'm 100%. I'm, a, I'm 10 for 10 on this so far. Wait, you're just making... Well, I mean, yeah, with hints. You also didn't even answer this last one. You just said you got it right. And I knew Black Beauty was written in the first person. Yet that wasn't one of the By questions. The horse. the horse wrote it. All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Rider. I wanted to get to this one. Are you ready? Because I think this one will be good. All right. When you Do you chalk it up or do you chalk it up? I'm going to use Bob's method, and I'm going to say I chalk it up like C-H-O-C-K. So you chalk it up. Yeah. What's the thing they put under an airplane wheel or a car tire? A chalk. And is that spelled the same as uh, blackboard chalk? Yeah, no, that's spelled C-H-O-C-K. A, a, Are you a chalk? Sure? You positive? I think you, then I think that's what you do. You chalk it up. You chalk it up. You chalk that tire up or I don't know. Well, only 24% of Americans say chalk it up, C-H-O-C-K. I believe that's actually the, the, the correct. Really? Chalk it up. I, I guess I never understood the definition or how to use it because I always say, well, we can just Apparently some chalk people it say chalk just- it up. There's three like three or four different spellings, that, right? I'm always, chalk? I always say this when I'm sure because I don't know when to use it exactly. Is there All a right. C-H-A-U-L-K? Use it in a sentence. Uh, well, this thing says to, hard work. to chalk something up is to attribute it. Chalk okay. it up. C-H-A-L-K would be the correct. Like like chalk on a blackboard. Yeah, you're chalking it up, not chalking it up. I'm not which you guys both thing. got scared and went for. No, I said chalk. The phrase is chalk one up. It's a direct reference to scorekeeping systems. Um, <coughs> in the old days, like at baseball, even they would keep the score with chalk on a giant uh, green blackboard on the field. And they're like, hey, that's another one for him. Chalk it up. Really? Did you know the original spelling? And this is from Miriam's Dictionary. The original... Well, who can trust that bitch? The original... He was a dude. Oh, that's oh. Miriam. Uh, I'm a Webster. The original me. spelling of chalk, like the British like to do, had a U in it. C-H-A-U-L-K. But now, well, of course, that's ob- they've got a, a U in color. Yeah, that's obsolete now. And velour. The British want to see, the British want you in everything. The British want themselves in everything. Mm-hmm. The British want us. The British want they I. They were in love with the U, though. We don't have much use for the U, except in the F word. Why do we use U for everything? Up? Under? Mm-hmm. All right, good point. Okay, last question I'm going to ask you guys today. Last one today. Uh-oh. When you guys go to lunch, you what do you guys order uh, for a drink? Dessert. You order dessert. I've never no, seen you I, order. It's, we're gonna have the iced tea. Well, you, you guys both order the exact same thing every day. We go to lunch. It's, is sweet it, tea. You're gonna say, is it ice or is it iced tea? Yes, that's what I'm, I'm asking. I'm gonna say you. it's iced tea. It's, it's tea it's that iced. has been You've had iced ice applied to it. It's iced. Is, But is that what you call it or do you call Definitely it iced tea? tea. I no, think iced. out of convenience we just go, can I have an iced tea? If it was iced tea, it would be tea made out of ice. So iced tea. When, but when a woman, when a woman, well that was, uh-huh. uh, that day I know it just came off as super sexist. 
when so when a surfer asks you, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, I started imagining, I started imagining our lady from uh, what do you call it, Amaya. We don't have a lady. Now you do. When a person, a non-gender specific person, an ungendered person asks you, what well, what do you want to drink? Do you say do you say iced tea or do you say iced tea? Ice. I I probably say iced tea, but I know it's iced. I bet you say iced tea. Eighty percent of Americans, though, do say iced tea. Though I think they just know that, that one's a trick. They full of this. But unsweet tea is the weird thing because tea is naturally unsweet. Unsweet. It, it should not be it called should, unsweet. When tea. you order iced tea, that shouldn't automatically mean that it doesn't have sugar. Yeah. yeah the, it, in you should Texas, say, "Give me sugar tea." Yeah. I don't. I don't like the fact that the deep South has creeped in over here to Texas. Iced tea is has, should have zero sugar in it. And, oh, then you can, and if you want to, you can order sweet tea. But it should be iced tea and sweet tea. There should be none, none of this unsweet. unsweet. You know, go back to the English. This is the South. We put sugar in our tea and a lot of it. No sugar tonight in, in my, my coffee. coffee. No, no sugar tonight in my tea. Pearl Jam premiere their new album. I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's you know it. Rock and Roll News. Thank you, Mr. Announcer, man. Thank you very much. It's good to be with you again this morning for the Rock and Roll News. Why do you need Rock and Roll News? Because you want to look like a badass at work oh, yes. at the water cooler. You just drop some of these bombs on your coworker, and they like, I didn't know that. Where'd you get that? And you can, listen, I don't care if you credit me or not. You don't have to, but it'd be nice if you did. But uh, listen, listen, it's all part of being Rock's last great reporter, all right? You take it as it comes. And and uh, the rock and roll news is really, really popping off right now. As all your favorite uh, rock and roll stars are back in the studio, back on tour, promising new albums, new merchandise. Somebody's even getting into the cigar game. I'll talk Whoa. about that. Hopefully I'll get to that. It's one of the lesser stories, but I'll get to it. All right. Well, let's get to the headline. Pearl Jam. We all, everybody loves Pearl Jam. A cute little Eddie Vedder. Matt Cameroon, and uh, I think he's in the band. I don't, I don't know all the guys. Uh, all right. So, you know, the Rock and Roll News has been teasing this new Pearl Jam record for about six months now. We've been doing all the, the promises yeah. that it's going to rock harder than any... Pearl Jam record in recent history, and that's yet to be uh, known by the general public, but a, a handful of special guests joined Pearl Jam at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. I bet you used to go to the Troubadour. Me? Yeah, when you no. lived in L.A.? No, I was so poor when I lived in L.A., I didn't go anywhere. You didn't go to the Troub? Dude, I, I mean, I saw it Did you go from, to the... from a car. No, dude, I had... I. I slept on sofas. I didn't uh, even have an apartment. I couldn't afford an apartment. I was essentially homeless while I was living uh, there. I, I was that's sad. relying on the kindness of strangers. Troubadour, very famous club where like Elton John got his uh, yes. American start and all kinds of, you know, I can see Warren Zevon playing the Troubadour, oh, man. Oh, werewolves of London. Linda Ronstadt and all that. London. It's got a long oh. history, but Pearl Jam played their new album. In its entirety for a special group of invited guests at a private event at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. Last night, the new album is produced by Andrew Watt. What? 
Andrew Watt, I believe, check me if I'm wrong, but I believe Andrew Watt is the producer of Hackney Diamonds, the Rolling Stones new album. This guy must be hot right now. He must have the he must have golden ears. Could be. What can't he do? I don't know. I've never heard of him before. I guess he's been on the scene for a while, but uh, Pearl Jam's last album was 2020's Gigaton. I don't know if anybody bought that, but this new one, is it even titled? Yeah, he did produce the new Rolling Stone. See? He's See? 30, Who's Rock's last and only great reporter? Me. Uh, Bob yeah. Whoever put this Billboard article up. Specific t- details such as song titles and lyrics are, be- are being kept under wraps for now, says Spin Magazine. But Spin can confidently report that the album offers a little bit of everything for the longtime Pearl Jam fans. So it sounds like it's going to be a real crowd pleaser, as we like to say in the business. And by the business, I mean the industry. The industry of rock and roll. And, and, you, know is, who, and, and you know who knows the industry of rock and roll who, better than anybody that? else? Cool Bob. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. That's my new nom de plume. Cool Bob. Yeah, cool Bob. All right. Billy Gibbons. Because really, a couple criminals called me that. So that gives me street cred. Right? We're correct. Damn right. All right. Billy Gibson, Billy Gibbons, another man who, who called me cool one night for some reason. I'll never understand that. And, and when I tell that story to people, and it's like the 15th chapter in my book, I was at Antone's one night. I'm walking down the stairs from that upstairs area. Uh-huh. I'm going down, and I see Billy Gibbons walking up. And that was a tight crawl space. That was a tight little... I don't even know if that made code or not. That was so. That was such a skinny little stairwell. And Billy Gibbons was coming. He stops. He goes, hey, man. You got a cool look. Can I take your picture? Yeah, and I thought ju- that was a weird, like... Never judge a book by its cover, Billy. And he takes a little... Back when people carried little Canon Elf cameras. Mm-hmm. He pulls a Canon Elf out of his jacket pocket. That's and he clicks a picture of me. That's on a big wall of... And then he walks... He walks up the stairs. He, I've been to his house before. He has a giant wall with photos on it, and above it, it says, Dip S's I've run into. <laughs> yeah, I don't care, but I have that story. It's almost too weird to even believe that, that that happened, but it did. And I don't know why. I don't know the man. So people aren't a good judge of character. Billy Gibbons is released. <laughs> <laughs> can't say that to Cool Bob, man. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Gibbons. I may have done this story in the past, but Billy Gibbons has got... Never mind. He's got a cigar (laughs) brand. He's got a cigar Guys, we took, the, we took the wind out of Cool Bomb's sails too uh, early in the morning. He's got a cigar, but he's releasing cigars. Okay. What All kind right. of cigar is it? All right. Uh, I don't know. The president? I don't know. I don't know. You don't want to tell us? Which president? No. Uh, new, uh, despite rumors, no doubt is unlikely to go on a reunion tour. Um, yeah! I don't know how you feel about that. There have been rumors of a No Doubt tour. But well, I don't think her current beau wants her touring with her ex-beau. You know no. what I mean? Right. That can never go wrong. Right, right. What could what could go wrong? What could no go doubt. wrong? Uh, let's see. All right, I've been saving Did I tell you about the time that I was in when I was living in L.A. and I had no money? And I was at a bar one night. And the person that I was staring at across the table got up to go to the bathroom. And then the, I was looking at somebody's back now from a, another two top, and that person got to go to the bathroom. So now, even though there was two chairs in front of us, it was like I was sitting at a table, 
with Gwen Stefani. What? Yeah, and we were just kind of looking at her, and she was, I'm going to be honest with you. Did you get caught in her spider web? She was very attractive in person. Well, yeah, yeah. I know, but people sometimes look different in person than in their pictures. Well, she was very attractive. She's just a girl. She was very attractive. Some of the big stars have like an aura about them you can't even explain, and that's part of the attraction. Well, this is early, and so this was like a charisma, an aura, whatever you want, a glow. Mm. I think this was in 98, 99, I don't remember. So she'd kind of popped off with one album, but that was it, and it was... I remember thinking, "Ooh, I like this. I like I like being on this date with this. I like being on a date with this celebrity right yeah, now." Yeah. Wow. Then my dumb, stupid friend got back from the bathroom, and I was like, "Ugh." And I got to look at your stupid mug, mug again. She's still doing it. All right, ACDC's joining Whoa. the One Billion Club, and I got a big story for you after this, Chewy. So don't go anywhere. Okay. Don't go anywhere. I'm excited. ACDC's Back in Black video now is in the One Billion Views Club on YouTube. And I think YouTube sends you a little plaque or whatever. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, It's good to see the Australian rock. They are Australian, right? They, I yeah, good I to see so. the Australian rockers in the One Billion Club. Well deserved. Way no, to put Australia I'm on not, the map. I have. No, I don't hate that, and I hope YouTube sends them something, some kind of special trophy or something to commemorate that. All right. So back in black, hit the sack. Is that the lyric? That's it. It's uh, it's about it's about how to take someone to their knees if they're trying to mug you. Yeah. Oh well, good. Oh, I need. Yeah, I need you go to straight for the sack. All right, Chewy. Good knee right to the balls, usually. This is for you and for me, and I don't know how Matt feels about this, but I don't know how this snuck by us. Yeah? The Netflix documentary, The Greatest Night in Pop, premiered two days ago, and we haven't watched it yet. And this is a documentary I want to see. It's about the making and the recording of We Are the World. Oh! And it's called The Greatest Night in Pop. And I'm going to give you some of the this. I, Matt and, remembers. I don't want to. I don't want to say it's a spoiler alert, but I'm going to give you some of the inside baseball in this movie. Some of the things that you're going to see that are pretty interesting that you didn't know before. I don't want to see Michael Jackson in a bad light. John Denver. So it turns out that this who Michael Jackson. Yeah. I got you know, him. Yeah, He's in there. You also don't want to see Michael Jackson with the lights <laughs> off. Even though uh, this get-together happened after an American Music Awards ceremony the same night, yeah. and, like the stars just got in their limos and went over to the recording studio to do this. So that's how they got everybody together? From Michael and Quincy. Wait, so but, they'd already been at an awards ceremony. It's already like, so it's like at midnight when they did this thing? Yeah. Oh, it's like the bathroom selfie? I think it was all night, all day. Diana Ross was the last to leave, by the way. But... Uh, John Denver apparently got lost on the way to the studio or said F it or whatever, went back to his Rocky Mountain High. He didn't show up. And then during the jerk. during uh, the proceedings, uh, Paul <laughs> Simon was joking with Kenny Loggins on camera saying, hey, man, if a bomb drops in this place right now, John Denver is back on top. <laughs> Because he wasn't there. But that's so that's funny. Cool. That's so funny that I mean we didn't have GPS back then, everybody. So I'll give you this some headline. Some people got lost and didn't show up. Waylon Jennings walked out. We'll have to watch the movie to find out why he walked out. Oh God, that excites me. The blind you know. led the blind. Bob Dylan was having trouble with his part. Remember his part in the. Yeah. So Stevie Wonder went up to Bob Dylan. And sang Bob Dylan's part in the voice of Bob Dylan, and it gave Bob Dylan the confidence to, because he's a rather shy person, especially in crowds, uh, gave showed him the way. 
Stevie's the man. I want to see that scene. That's Stevie's the man. Do you? Let's see. Huey Lewis didn't think he should even be there. He overcame his imposter syndrome and performed. You agree. And uh, Lionel Richie had to keep Al Jarreau away from the alcohol. I got to see that scene. That's going to be a... That's going to be a banging scene. Yeah, I'm into that. How, did they, how have they not released this ever? I don't know. Like, how is it? Why it's been they 30 years. You want to come over to the house and watch it? I'll watch the, it, yeah. On the big screen? Yeah. Rich Because the music's going to be good, what too. Took, what took so long for them to make Is this? it a series, or is it just a... There may, maybe there was an agreement signed by everybody that they couldn't be released. Oh, uh, uh, maybe. You know, I'm sure Michael didn't want anything embarrassing out there about him. Uh... I don't know. I don't even know if something like this, something like this could happen today, but nobody wants it. Have Sheila, you seen this new thing where every time somebody gets a African American hip hop artist on a podcast, they ask them who, who's who's bigger, Michael Jackson or Taylor? Yeah, <laughs> it's become really funny now. Where they just like, dude, come on. Sheila E yeah, says on. she was only invited because they were trying. She was dating Prince at and the they were time. trying to get they Prince. They were in hoping there. that Prince would show up. So they didn't even give her a part to sing. She just in the chorus. Oh, it. really? Yeah. I, Prince was probably offended just being invited. Dude, I hope this movie... If this movie is half as good as I think it's going to be, I'll be happy. But I hope it's not a letdown. I bet there's some good drama in there. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff. I want to see Stevie Wonder singing in the voice of Bob Dylan. I don't think Bob you can do it. I feel like you can't get... <laughs> oh, here's another... That many egos together in a room and it not be kind of... There's going to be some fun in a documentary. Here's another one. Stevie Wonder helps Ray Charles find the bathroom. <laughs> it's in the movie. Oh, man. It's going to be in the movie. <laughs> Come on, raise the man. <laughs> it says so right here. Anyway. Uh, Except, you know what? To his dying day, Ray Charles thought that Bob Dylan helped him to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> He's right over there. <laughs> Can I shake it for you? All right. Uh, let's see. Billy Joel wanted Adele to sing his new song. That's why he wrote he wrote it for Adele. But I guess she passed on it or something, or he said it was too good. Billy Joel's got a new song out. I can't remember what it's called. Something about back into the light or follow the light or turn the lights on. Turn the lights back on. He wrote it for Adele, or he thought Adele would, would do it justice. But uh, She said no thank you? It's time. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. she passed on. It's time for Rock and Roll News Junior. Rock and Roll News Junior, of course, the headlines for the young kids. In the back of Mom's uh, commuter vehicle, comfortably stra- and safely strapped in on the way to the dropout zone to do a little learning. Hey, kids, how you doing? Chewie's got some sound effects for you. Everybody here on the show wants to encourage you kids to stay in school, read lots of books, and uh, start a garage band because you're the future of rock and roll. Without you, it dies with the new Pearl Jam record. So, all oh, the kids love this Lana Del Rey. Boy, she I do puts that. Out, they puts out a lot. She's so cute. I know their I know their dads like Lana Del Rey. Well. <clears throat> Because I careful. talked to John over at uh, uh, Piranha Records. He was telling me a lot of dads come in and buy Lana Del Rey records. They well, probably, probably even, for their daughters. They don't even own turntables. Probably for their daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got. She's going to go country a little bit on her new album called Lasso. <laughs> Which, is that how you spell Lasso? Or is it a nod to Ted Lasso? Look, are, are these artists really branching out? Or are they just trying to get another audience to get a bigger bag of money? I don't know. I think it's clever, though, to name a, a country album Lasso because that's kind of a country thing, a rodeo thing, but it's also 
and search engines. You know, she must have a really good site engine search engine optimization expert to try to beat the to Ted try, Lasso. To try to uh, you know, show up on Ted Lasso searches. You know, Wilco did a thing about a decade ago where they named one of their albums Star Wars and put a picture of a cat on the cover. What? It made no sense at all other than people were searching for cat pictures and Star Wars information. So it was kind of a clever move from an SEO point of view. And by the way, I'm looking for an SEO expert. If anybody knows one, send me their contact information. I need to know more about site, what is it? What Search engine optimization. SEO is all important in the world of... This is a great time to... What you should do is you should hang out with uh, Lisa, CJ's fiance. That's what she does for a living. That would be too dangerous. She would fall in love with me and it would cause problems. It's true. Because you know why? You're Cool Bob? Oh, Cool Bob. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank I, you, Matt. Thank you. I, I don't want any, you know... I don't want to have to apologize, you know... Shake off her advances and all that stuff. I just better keep it separate. You know? That's what you're worried about? Yeah. That a young, tall woman like that who's very attractive would just suddenly fall in love with you because you're Cool Bob? Right. And you know how I know you're Cool Bob? How? Because a couple criminals call me that? Yeah. It says it on your name tag. Why are you wearing a name tag today, by the way? <laughs> I <laughs> want says, everybody to know. It says, hello, you I'm know, Cool Bob. You know how Dave Chappelle wears a big C See, so on you his know? jacket? Yeah. All my clothes. I'm starting the Cool Bob uh, clothing line. So everyone can know how it feels. Okay. Huh. I love it. All right. It's all part of the Rock and Roll News I'll universe. buy a tank. All right. Where am I? It's time for the Rock and Roll News salute. Yeah! And this salute goes out to the two uh, criminals that uh, failed to kidnap me or uh, beat me up. Thank God they're finally getting there. Two days ago. I'm on to you, man. I'm still on the lookout for that white. Justice is being suburban. served. We're just a little backed up in the kitchen. I got your number. I know what you're up to. Yeah, we do. It's your 85-inch 8K television scam. Thank you, Chewy. Wow, what a great day for rock and roll news. Can't wait for you to come over, Chewy. I'll let you smoke out in the patio if you want. Thank you. Before we watch the greatest night in pop. Pearl Jam's got an album on the way. What could be better? I'm going to the Eagles tomorrow night. Will you go see if my... Is, is Alex here? Can you see if my credentials... Alex! My backstage is in the mailbox. I haven't seen it yet. Checking the very Why do back. I have such a problem getting my credentials in here? It is kind of weird. It is weird. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow night at the Enormo Dome. I think Sawyer Stull's going to be there, too. Look, look for us. Buy us a cocktail. I'll, I got to go to the hangout with the, with the wait for the what? limo. Is that? Boy. Lean in now for some. Damn, boy. That's a thick headline. Uh, no, you, you're... You're not late. Uh, we're a little early. Uh, generally, it's 750-esque. Uh, we're a couple minutes early here on uh, the big Austin area headlines. Counting them down to the big story in the Austin area, but we'll start with some of the other stories first. Uh, headed toward a, a lawsuit that could change the city forever. Mm. How about that? Hey, let's start with a little positive news. La La's Little Nugget. 
a little neighborhood bar forever in Austin. Uh, they were uh, bought out by another company a few years ago. And no, it's not bad. It's not like they're going to get shut down. In fact, they're actually going to move. They're going to create a Law Laws South Pole. Nice. On Westgate Boulevard, down by uh, <clears throat> just north of Slaughter, actually. So not far from where you guys usually go do your bowling. Yeah. They uh, are going to have a, a Law Laws South Pole, a bar located on Justin Lane in Brentwood neighborhood, where they do Christmas year-round. That's cool. They are expecting to open uh, this spring. They're going to have a full-service kitchen, a large patio, and, of course, year-round Christmas decorations. Uh, the bar scene in South Austin has really been popping off. Mm. Popping off. I remember uh, Casino Camino went south. Mm. Uh, there has been quite a few things. There's Moon Tower, which Moon we've Tower, done some Saloon. business with. Cool. Little Darlin', yeah. the Armadillo. Mm-hmm. Quite a few others, and uh, which is nice for folks down south and not have to drive as far. And uh, this could be a fun one. Uh, Lala's been around the city for a long time. It's always fun to go drink canned beer. Back at a time that when canned beer just wasn't cool anymore. Uh-huh. And you could sit in there, canned beer in a koozie, couple old school Austinites sipping and sipping and uh, so congrats uh, to them growing and what have you well, let's have all the Christmas decorations yeah, and everything yeah, yeah absolutely the gonna, yeah it's just called and they, they, of course it's the South the same vibe they're calling it La La's South Pole got good oh. move well that has a lot of connotations yeah yeah it's South and it's Christmassy thank you cool Bob you're welcome thank you uh, let's Average get into Matt wow <laughs> that, my God. Wow. you don't how come you don't have a nickname wow Go ahead. Uh, let's get into some construction talk, which is always on everybody's minds here. If you are someone who comes into town from the Drip yeah. or Wembley or what have you, this may be important to you. Dozens of South Austin and Drip residents gathered uh, Tuesday, I believe. They're viewing the Texas Department of Transportation, or TxDOT, as some people know them. Their newly unveiled plans for, to revamp the 13-mile stretch of Highway 290. From the Wyatt Oak Hill to Dripping Springs. It's the first time that they've updated the project since the initial public comment meeting in 2019. That got stalled because of the pandemic. Remember that thing called the pandemic? Mm -hmm. The Pando, I call it. The Pando, exactly. The project's going to extend from RM12, which is Ranch to Market 12, in the drip to RM1826, which is Ranch to Market 1826. Going to connect Oak Hill Parkway construction. It's currently underway. They want to widen... That from four to six lanes, they want to add a divider between the east and westbound lanes. They want to eliminate all stoplights, and they want to add frontage roads, sidewalks, bike lanes. Hey, TxDOT. Hey, TxDOT. When can we get some of that between Elgin and the city? Because right now the lights, you can get from Houston to Elgin in, I don't know, 15 minutes. And then it's an hour and a half from Elgin to Austin. And don't do the stuff where you're like, oh, well, we can do it, but it's got to be a toll road. Come on. Crooks. Remember when Oak Hill used to be country? Like, that was going out to the country. Absolutely it was. It was a Convict Hill restaurant. It was a little, the Y. And now it's a big junction. It's going to be a big. The 13-mile stretch between 290, uh, of 290, saw 1,500 crashes in a three-year period. Uh, 5% of which were considered severe. The statewide average for similar roads is 2.8. So uh, a lot of crashes, a lot of severe crashes meant Mm -hmm. that they are widening the road. So here's the deal. If those of you who commute 
up and down the section of 290 from Elgin to the city want to see that road widened. If you want to be able to get from Maynard to the city a little faster or out back to Maynard mm-hmm. a little quicker, here's the deal. You need to start contributing by having more severe crashes. That's really that's really the only way, I believe. Yeah. That'll turn some heads. Uh, here's some more construction talk. All right. More construction talk. We're going to call this Matt's Red Cone Zone. Ooh. Ooh. The Red Cone Zone. Yeah. And you just fill us in on... Well, I usually only do it about once a month. That's well, the issue that's still, there. you know, you might, might as well brand it. You don't have a nickname. Uh, if you are headed to the airport anytime <laughs> soon, they get there's this whole. I'm reading this whole article about how great this new construction is going to be at the airport and how much it's going to help us have a bigger, nicer airport. Yeah. Nowhere do they mention, hey, guess what? Your commute, your time from the front of the airport to getting back to the gate is getting ready to suck even more. The West Infill Expansion Project is going to su- shut down TSA Checkpoint 3. Mm. That's the one that when you walk into the airport, if you go all the way to the right, yeah. all the way to the right, all it's the kind way. of a small one, and it's the one that tourists don't know about, so locals kind of can sneak through a little faster. Mm-hmm. They're shutting that down so they can put up. <sighs> I didn't even know. This. I always go to the left. Why do you go to the left? I don't know. If you go to the left, it's a long, and then the one on the right. So the two main ones in the middle of the concourse. I think you're lying to me. Yep. There's one hidden that's all the way down to the right. All the way down, past all the all the um, the counters yeah, yeah. and all the baggage and all that. Go all the way to the right. There's one hidden down there. And you usually can jam through it pretty fast. In fact, the last time I was there, huge lines at both one and two took my family. Literally, we were the only people. Well, they're getting rid of it. Oh. Well, of course they are because I just discovered it. Through you, they're going to take it out because they're going to add more desks and stuff. I think they're getting ready to bring in some new vendors, you know, mm. some new uh, airlines. Ah, oh. they say that they're we, they, they, the the airport people, airport people. They say they're delayed from where they need to be for a city of our size. We're about six years behind on the airport from where we need to be. Well, that's because they're all trying to walk to the checkpoints. We're doing all we can to ensure that we're able to deliver. This expanded airport. Well, how about a little... Okay. Don't be negative, man. Don't be negative. Just con- congratulate them. Congratulations, airport. I think we need more stores. It needs to be more mall-like. Still, yeah, I want to go I'm when I'm not flying somewhere. Where, there's no Gucci there. Still counting down, by the way, to the big story of why somebody is suing the city of Austin. And uh, heads up. Incredible comedian Vanessa Gonzalez is in studio with us in uh, like 25 minutes, 25, 30 minutes, something like that. That's why I got dressed up. Uh, Here's some big shows happening and some stuff you might want to do this weekend. Uh, Brian Adams is in concert at the Moody Center. Yeah. (sighs) That's tonight. Uh, Let's get into concerts that might get a little more attention. Brett Goldstein is going to be at the Bass Concert Hall tomorrow. Brett Goldstein, if you don't know, he's the very severe actor on Ted Lasso. Yeah. Dark hair. Uh, a lot of people in the comedy world knew him as a very, That's very Roy funny Kent. British. He plays Roy Got Kent. Roy Kent, Roy Kent. What's funny is a lot of us knew him as a very funny British comic, and he's really ridiculously mm-hmm. nice. So when he started playing Roy Kent, it was weird for some of us because we were like, how is he supposed to be this character? And then he did a great job with it. Do you know the Roy Kent song? Roy Kent, Roy Kent. No, he's here, he's there, he's every effing where, Roy Kent. 
Thank you very much, Bob. I appreciate that. Uh, also at the Moody Center uh, on Friday and Saturday, the Eagles on the Log Goodbye Tour, which is just after their Hell Freezes Over Tour, which is just after their Retirement Tour, which is just after their We Will Never Tour Ever Again me. Tour. They'll be out there with Steely Dan. Now, how do they split that up? How many how many minutes does Steely Dan get? I mean, they're in the pantheon of rock. They're almost equal. Yeah, I, do, I don't know how it gets divided. I really don't. Because the Eagles could do an evening. They usually do an evening with the Eagles. You know what I mean? Like a whole night, like no opening act. They don't. This need is going to be Don Henley, Joe Walsh, and Timothy B. Schmidt. Plus, they got Vince Gill on Vince guitar. Vince Gill right? is going to be there, and Damn. Glenn Fry's uh, son. See, that's gonna Deacon be, Fry is going to be playing with them as well. Damn. I know I'll be in the nosebleeds, but because that's where you know my credentials didn't show up. That's but. a lot of stuff for adults to do. I do want to let you know um, it is always boring for parents, always. But I can't deny that kids of a certain age seem to love it. Sunday, you can go see the Harlem Globetrotters on their world tour. And uh, just guessing, but you guys want to go around the, uh, the room here and put bets on who wins? Uh, Harlem Globetrotters or whatever team they're... Oh, they're, they're facing the Washington Generals, the fierce Washington Generals. Oh, boy. Yeah. Have Harlem that Globe is a rivalry. Did you see where it, it was in the paper one time that the Washington Generals finally won? They did it, I think, as a joke. The Washington Generals have won one game against the Harlem Globetrotters in their 55 years of existence or whatever. Uh, it happens. It's a bad night for the Trotters. Generally, that would be the end of the Austin area news, but I have a big Austin area news story that I think we may even open up the phones for. Before I get to it, uh, Bob, can we talk to people about Next Evo very quickly? Next Evo Naturals, the CBD that Matt and I have chosen. Chewy, you're on board, right? Yeah, I'll take some. Give me some right now. Right, I got go. it right here. I got. Yeah, you, you want powder form? You want uh, capsule form? You want uh, gummy form? What do y'all like? I like the gummies. I like the gummies too, but I'll do the capsules. Mm. And I'll do the. I'll put the powder in my. Uh, you know what? You, we won't get from water. us. You won't get an oil tincture. A lot of people do those oil delivery systems, and as it turns out, the research shows your body really can't absorb the CBD that's inside of one of those oil tinctures. Then your so mouth's all oily, and you're wasting your money, yeah. and you got a weird film on oh. your teeth. Come no, on. No, no. Go with Next Evo Naturals. That's what we do. It's what we recommend. It comes right to your door. Yeah, treat fast. yourself the way you deserve to be treated. Fill up the cart at nextevo.com. Fill up the shopping cart with CBD products. But, Bob, I'm, I, I just don't have a lot of extra dough right now. I can't just fill up the cart. I can help you out there. I can How, give can you, you do 25% that? off your you entire order. You can't give me 25% off my order. If you order. put KLBJ in the discount code box. Wow, how'd you choose that discount code? It took a couple of days, but we, you know, we figured it out. Nice. So are you saying if I go to nextevo.com and I pick out the what I want, what which which CBD solutions I mm -hmm. want, and by that I mean solutions to my issues, not a, an oil solution. Right. And then I put it in a cart and I put KLBJ in the discount code box at checkout and get 25% off? Boom. Just there like you go. that. Well, that's good news. It's a which cool is great, offer. Which is great because now here comes the bad news, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. This is the big story. The lawsuit. Ladies and gentlemen, the embattled Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton, who has been under indictment in this state since he took office, but has been able... It's weird. The guy in charge of criminal cases has somehow been able to stave off his own criminal case all these years. He was re recently uh, not only indicted, but he was also recently um, impeached by the, uh, the Texas House. The Texas Senate spared him. And his job. 
He is suing the city of Austin. Uh, the city of Austin voted to decriminalize low-level marijuana possession in 2022. Oh, no. We're going the other direction? We all said as a city, hey, look, if somebody has a joint on them or they've got, you know what I mean, they've got a dime bag or whatever, we can either take our tax dollars... And put somebody in jail for a night, which and ruin their lives. Just well, I don't know if it necessarily ruins their lives, but it does cost us. It costs us like two, almost two thousand dollars to put somebody in jail for a night. That's the cost to us, the taxpayer. And they said, look, if somebody's got a one hitter on them, we don't care about that. Write them a ticket, and let's turn this into a money making thing. So now they get the ticket, they pay the four hundred dollar fine or whatever it is, and we don't. The taxpayers don't lose any money. Yeah. Remember, this is for low level. Hey, if they've got a couple of pounds of weed on them, they're probably a dealer. Then they can go into the system. But otherwise, we decided as a city, it's ridiculous. It does no good for us to start throwing a bunch of low level offenders in there. Well, Ken Paxton says we can't do that. He says uh, it's no good. He said Wednesday in a press release that the city's violated state laws in the Texas Constitution concerning marijuana possession and distribution, claiming it to be unlawful for municipalities to adopt ordinances inconsistent with laws enacted by the Texas legislature. The ordinances had high levels of support. In Austin, 86% of voters voted in support of decriminalizing low-level possession. 86% of Austinites voted in support of decriminalizing low-level possession. Do you realize how many? I mean, you know what I mean? It's almost 9 out of 10. Is he trying to get back at people? I will not stand by idly as cities run... By cro by pro crime extremists, <laughs> you little f to- <laughs> extremists deliberately violate Texas law to promote the use of illicit drugs that harm our communities. I don't know what oldies he's talking to in what lockup homes he's trying to get their attention. I understand that it's election year and maybe he's trying to save his ass with this. Promote the use of illicit drugs that harm our communities. I'm going to be honest with you, and I know we don't get into a lot of politics here. I have hated Ken Paxton ever since uh, Pearl Harbor Day, and it would have been in maybe, was it 2009? It was in his first year that he was elected. He took a picture of Pearl Harbor. The U.S. Naval Fleet on fire. And then he put his Ken Paxton for Texas logo on it. (laughs) And he put that out on Facebook. And then in the quote it said, remembering all those, uh, you know, are are in remember. And I'm like, did you just brand a photo of Pearl? Like, are you that much of adult that you branded a horrific picture of our service members? With your your election logo? That's when I realized, oh, he's not in this to help the community. He's mm-hmm. in, I think Ken Paxton likes Ken Paxton. Right? I, I'm, I mean, I don't know. He's trying to preserve, you know, culture and family and stuff. Oh, you're taking Ken Paxton's side on this? I mean, he's got to be doing something right if he's in office constantly. No, he's not doing anything right. It's that we have... We voted him in. Oh, God. <laughs> 
He's the best. He's the reason I'm Ken. There's a reason I'll probably never be Republican because you vote people like Ken Paxton in five. and then have this wonky-eyed James Bond villain five. running everything that is actually a criminal. Five avowed right-wing lawyers left his office. They said, yes, we are hardcore Republicans, but we have to bring it up to the FBI that our boss is doing something illegal and we can we're more devoted to texas than we are to just power and the thing is we need to let the fbi know about this because this is going to look bad when it all comes out and yet somehow he beat and he fired those five people he said oh if you're going to report me to the fbi i'm going to fire you which very quickly when it went to court, they said, no, you can't fire them. That's actually illegal to fire somebody for reporting you. I'll be honest. That- and, and, and when they did that, guess what? He lost that case and he owed a bunch of money. So he said, okay, well, I'm going to take money from the state of Texas, the taxpayer, and I'll use that to pay off. The guy's adult. And he's now, he's our adult, I think though. people like immunity, though. I think people like people getting away with crimes and if it's on their side, for sure. 512-497. No, no, don't do that. Please don't call me directly. <laughs> you almost did it. 512. Help me with my, with my stroke brain. 512-834-0937. 512-834-0937. Call us and let us know why we're wrong. I, I, here's the thing. About is that- Ken Paxton and why we need to go back to making sure that we people go directly to jail. They don't pass go. They do not collect $200. They go straight to the clinky clink if they've got uh, two seeds, a stem, and a a half-packed one-hitter in their pocket. By the way, those people should go to jail because that's That's an embarrassing stash to have. That is embarrassing. In this town, you should be able to get a little better connection. You know what I'm saying? Call Sawyer. He'll help you out. You're, you're allowed to laugh, laugh, but Vanessa Gonzalez has walked in, and I'm stoked to see you here a little early. Hi, Hi Vanessa. How are you? Great. You don't, you don't mess around with the evil devil's lettuce, do you? Oh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. bit. Uh, I don't know. Is that someone calling to let us know why we're wrong? I think so. All right, let's, let's chat with them. Let's go to uh, Jeffrey. Y'all are absolutely right. Uh-oh. Yeah, I thought it wasn't the topic. The topic was call and let us know why we're absolutely wrong. But go ahead and tell us, Jeffrey. No, uh, Ken Paxton, I'm not for him. Government's uh, not really working for us anymore like the way they used to once upon a time. I'm in agreement with you. Okay. Something about that, Ken Paxton. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Your phone's gone. Ken, Ken Paxton knows that something negative is being said about him on the radio, so he's affected your phone, sir. I apologize. Yeah. Right, it thanks. happens. That's the way the government works. That's how it is. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. We appreciate you. They're probably using that harp system or whatever that affects the uh, where they can change the weather. Speaking of, guys, we did get in the mail the other day. Do we have another call? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. We can go to that. Hey, well, I'll caller, save what's this. Up? Hello, caller. Caller, go ahead. Weed oh, hey. hotline. Yeah, what's up? Well, yeah, no, if we don't have Ken Paxton, who's going to go after all the out-of-state doctors that are helping all these trans children? You heard about that one? He's going out. Of, he's going after out-of-state doctors? Yes, uh, he's asking for medical for clinic medical clinics records so he can uh, charge parents for allowing their children to 
have medical care. I talked about this when this was first, uh, when the law was first enacted, and I got some very angry letters from people who said, "I can't believe I listen to your show, and you're at, you're trying to mutilate children." I want to be very clear about how the law is written in Texas and why I am opposed to it. Okay, right now, if you're a family and your child comes to you and says, "I think I'm trans," right, and you want to go see a psychotherapist or a psychologist, that is illegal. You are on your own. The only way you can deal with it is to yell at your kid and say, no, you're not. If your kid comes to you and says, I think I'm trans and as a result, I feel suicidal, you cannot go see a therapist in this state, which seems ridiculous. This is not about uh, surgeries. If you have a child who goes, I think, if you have a, a young child that goes, I think I'm male, and I don't like that I'm growing boobs. So in order to make them smaller, I'm not going to eat. You cannot go see a nutritionist in this state because that is illegal to see a nutritionist. Mm. As a result, many of the programs said, because of the way the law is written, and it's so scary, we are getting rid of our nutritionist programs altogether. So even kids who have nothing to do with the trans issue whatsoever, you just have a child that says, I have anorexia. Well, you can't find a doctor now in the state because they're afraid to even practice that. That's how broken the state is. I understand if you have an argument saying, I'm afraid of taking a 12-year-old for surgery. But guess what? That's not even happening. We're not even getting to that level. I want to put that out there again. And I did not oh, yeah, know that no, he's I, now I going. I totally agree with you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to ever fully understand that issue. But it's not for me to understand. But it is for families who are already stressed out with their children. It's for them to try to find a solution. And the idea to tell parents like that, hey, we're not, we're not, we're gonna, we're not gonna help you find a solution. We're actually gonna be a hindrance to yeah. you and your family. Right. Seems insane to me. Oh yeah, we're trying to trying to put those parents behind bars and take their kids away. It's just, I have friends that are. Going it's a, hey, you're impassioned, and it's a we're gonna let that f bomb slide because you're impassioned about the issue. Yeah, uh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, Appreciate you. I did not know he's trying to go after yeah. out of state, but to because saying like, oh, you help somebody yeah. in the state, so that's somehow. I know that they are trying to change the law now to say that if they suspect that you went to another mm -hmm. state to have an abortion, then they can arrest you when you come back to the state, which seems, I. I that's like saying, well, we know that you went to a country. Like, if, are they going to start arresting people if they know you went to California and they suspect that you smoked weed while right, you were in California? Right. Perhaps. We um, don't know where it leads once they get going. I mean, once they start. Obviously, if you're a pro police or whatever, you want more people being pulled over for the thoughts of pot being in there so you can. Get Here's what's crime. weird. Here's what's weird. Remember this. Arrest for more crime. Remember this. When we have city elections, citywide elections, it's not 85-15 for a liberal candidate. It's not. It's it's much closer to about um, 59 to 41%. So where there are quite a few people who identify as being conservative and or Republican in the state who voted for smaller government about this weed issue. You can't throw that away. So it... But it really is on the shoulders and the backs of other Republicans in this state for them to send a message and to primary Paxton and put in. I'm not expecting suddenly for Texas to vote in a liberal left wing AOC loving uh, attorney general. I don't think that's going to happen. 
But I'm wondering at what point that small government conservatives are going to say, hey, maybe this dude isn't actually Never for Texas and we for smaller government. We need everybody that's on our team to be on our team, as many as we can. That's I think that's how they see it. Because Donald. I think what he's doing is uh, absolutely 100% in, uh, in opposition to what most conservatives believe. Uh, what's up, Donald? Donald, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, what's up, brother? Hey, uh, I think that we've been living a, a Democrat life, and they've been real relaxed with us. Ken Paxton, he wants us to start living a Republican life. Get ready to vote. You need to be prepared to what life you want to live. Y'all have a good day. Well, I, I understand kind of what you're saying, but even in the mo- even in the, a long term of looking at Texas. When you look at te- Texas, has always been kind of laissez-faire, which is I don't really. It's always when you go to West Texas and you meet guys there who are hardcore conservative. They go, I believe in Jesus and living your life a certain way, but m- my beliefs end at at the end of my. See where my barbed wire is, and my neighbor can do whatever the hell he wants to, and we still go get coffee together. It, that was kind of the, the thing about Texas. Here's a weird thing. A lot of our politicians who were very pro-Texas and right, if you look at them, look at where they were born and where they came from. They're not Texans. They came here for what brand that they think that Texas is. And they're not really about, yeah, so. Wanted to wear a hat. But are they just addicted to that kind of weird culture where it's. I think Handmaid's they're addicted to culture? the pa- I think or they're no, I think they're because they don't abide by the Christianity. No, but that but. kind of fear is who gets uh, gets people out to to vote at times. And I think what they're addicted to are the steak dinners and the plane rides and being uh, and, and the money a and the safety. Celebrity with no talent. Hey, remember if you if you're a politician and you get voted out, guess what? You just lost your job. Let's go to Matt Croft. What's up, Matt? He's got the answer. Hey. You got the hey, answers? I don't have the answer, but uh, Paxton should be in jail. I, I work in the thought broker industry, and his insider trading should have got him there a long time ago. But, I think uh, we all know that, and I think the, re- the reason but, we know that it hasn't gone to a trial is that when the evidence that's been shown so far, not even stuff that's come out, but just the, but just the little stuff that's come out in discovery, I don't know how you, I don't know how you get out of that problem. It, it's, it's ridiculous, but um, I was calling because you had mentioned that they were talking about, like, maybe updating the laws where they can charge you if you they find you've gone out of state for an abortion. Right. Um, it seems really weird because about, like, I think 2017, a teacher went to Colorado and uh, smoked and then came back and tested positive for a drug test, and they fired her. And the Texas Supreme Court, you know, the super conservative Texas Supreme Court, actually ruled in her favor and said she can go to Colorado and do what she does in Colorado because it's legal there. And not be held accountable. So I don't see how that. Well, like, it, it just seems it, it baffles me. It it, it it is baffling because it seems. I mean, I, I I hope that the Texas Supreme Court will see that that we should have a little bit of freedom, <laughs> and, and I'm hoping yeah. that the, some cooler heads will prevail. Right now, I think what's happening is some local counties are trying to create local county ordinances, which is also odd because a city ordinance has been passed here that they're trying to fight. We can't get too deep in the weeds here because. Two reasons. One, um, everybody's butt cheeks clinch up when you mm-hmm. talk politics, and people get nervous and they go, "Oh, oh, I don't want my, I don't want my friends fighting." Uh, and then also, we have to clear the air a little bit because we have hilarious Vanessa Gonzalez joining us today, and I doubt that she wants to get too deep into the weeds about all this stuff. But I'm just putting it out there because I thought it was a very interesting that the, the 85 percent of us. And the city voted and said, look, I'm tired of my tax dollars going to putting – I mean, think about it. It's college kids, 
Think about who's going to. I mean, I know what we used to. I know what we used to use low-level drug offenses for. It wasn't to put young, wealthy white kids into jail. Well, once we start deporting, I mean, it would be a useful tool for people to have to pull over others that are smoking marijuana, right? It's just, it's just frustrating. At least suspicious. It's frustrating. Um, it's frustrating. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I just, I'm, I'm heated about this. The more I was reading about it and, and reading it, he was like, you know, I will not stand idly by as cities ro- run a pro <laughs> crime as cities run by pro crime extremists. Nobody over 55 should be in office. You're out of touch with the, everything. You're not society. cool. You're not cool. And you're not cool. Have you ever met Cool Bob? My friend Cool Bob? Yeah. You should check out my friend Cool Bob. That's my new He's got uh, a channel. Vanessa. Hello. I'm going to take your hello, and then I'm going to put it on pause for a second. I want people to know you're here because I know they love chatting with you. I'm hoping we got some good stories catching up with you. We're going to yeah. talk to you about you're going to be at uh, Cap City Comedy Club. That's right. It's a hilarious Vanessa Gonzalez who has spent a good por- portion of her career in or around Austin when she's not being big time out in L.A. But uh, let's roll a couple of spots and get those out of the way, and then All we right. come right back and talk to Van Gogh, Van Gogh. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We're mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. Later on in the morning, we've got uh, giveaways. Got some Mark Norman tickets. I believe we also have. Oh, I'm going to mess up the official name of this concert series, aren't I? Is it Freaks? It's not Freak on a Leash. That's an album. Freaks on Parade. Yeah. But it's uh, Ministry. Uh, Alice Cooper. Rob Zombie, really. Ministry, Filter, uh, and all Saturday, September 14th at Germania Amphitheater. It's a huge concert, uh, and we've got tickets for that later. So make sure you're listening. But now, let's turn the focus. Bob, will you do me a favor? Yes. Will you reach over there and hit our spotlight real quick and, and make sure, because that way all, everybody out there in the listening audience can make sure to see the our ball, special the guest. The bulb went out. I, I put oh, a ticket in the chuck. Oh, come on, so guys. Put in a, the trouble ticket is in. Well, almost in. I got to get the form. But Bob, once I fill that out and get that to chuck, we'll get the spotlight. This is, this is embarrassing. I, uh, this is I guess embarrassing. So. No, it's I cool. Can, I'll, I'll sit in the dark here. That's fine. Do. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, that's like, great. It's like a strip club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember Vanessa Gonzalez as just a wee little young girl trying to find her way in the world. And now you just got back from Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Uh, and what were you doing out there? I was doing shows. I was running my hour. I got my first little role on a sitcom. Yeah. I know it was wild. I played a waitress. What? Yeah, uh, and I have never been a, a server, so it was a stretch for me. Can you say what show you were on? Or oh you- yeah, I was on Lopez versus Lopez. Oh nice with George Lopez. How's George doing? Good, I guess. He used to do the show in the day. I drove him around oh. one one day in my car, and he was super nice. And a couple yeah. years later, when he played the Enormo Dome, the old Enormo Dome, uh-huh. the big arena, yeah. He called and invited me to the show and gave me killer ticket. He remembered. Aww. Oh, that's awesome. He's like and a super nice another guy. Mexican performer. He's since yeah. forgotten me, but sure. you know, but you know, he did <laughs> help me out, but he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. And I was Fluffy too. Fluffy was there Gabriel. too. Oh, he, man, he's he been was, on the yeah, show Gabriel. In the day. Yeah, he was a guest star on there. And of course, like, you know, I was intimidated by George. I'm like, yeah. I, I guess cuz I'm like, oh, like that's 
very much my dad also. Right. Uh, oh, you mean just in how he acts yeah. and behaves? Oh, it's all about like deals, yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up. I I need to sure. get on my lines and stuff. Um, I had like three lines, but I was <laughs> nervous about it. Oh, you're an under fiver. <laughs> yeah, Turn yeah. the spotlight off. Turn, Turn the spot. Turn the spotlight off. But, under fiver. But well, I made him laugh. I made him you laugh. You did. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool, and that felt like it was so surreal. I'm like, it's George, especially as a Mexican comic. Like yeah. he's been a constant like reference mm-hmm. in my well, career. Also, <laughs> like how. How crazy does your family think this is? Oh, they didn't believe me. They were like, no, you need to send a video or a call and FaceTime us when you're... I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I will get fired. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, oh, can you talk to my family? Because you're a border kid. You grew up uh, Del Rio, right? Laredo. 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 Sorry. Laredo. Why do I always try to put you in Del Rio? Who is... Who is? Oh. Somebody's from there. So, Laredo. But, Laredo. So, um... So that your your whole family has to think it's crazy that oh, yeah. uh, little Vanessa is on with because George Lopez he's a he's a big deal yeah. yeah yeah he's like the Mexican comic right I mean and and he's Gabriel the of that. but yeah. I well, think he, he was first and then Gabriel yeah. and yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm really stoked for yeah, you. Yeah, it was yeah. so fun. And then you get, then you did a late night performance. Yeah, I was on After Midnight. Yeah, are you stoked for that? Yeah, it, it came out yesterday. Oh, did it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I wish then, I knew. I would have. No, well, I'm. You know you what? You can watch it still. I was gonna say I wasn't gonna stay up and watch it. Now that I think about it, but uh, yeah, I could stream it. No, yeah, you can watch it on YouTube and Paramount Plus. That was really fun. It was pretty. It's just an improv show. Yeah. Which uh, was great because I'm like I do that. And you're <laughs> and you're doing uh, and. Now you're, uh, you said you were running your hour out there as well. So yeah. you were doing the big clubs and getting to do the big showcases, which is always fun yeah. because now the other comics are like, hey, you got any advice for me? And it's <laughs> got to be fun to be the person that they're asking instead yeah. of being the person who's doing the asking. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. I, I was able to do my first set in the main room at the comedy store, too, Hell this yeah. time. And that was crazy because, like... It was wild. Like, you know, we do the show, it's fine. And then after you do your set, they're like, oh, yeah, Chris Rock's here. And I'm like, what? He's just here? <laughs> and then, and then uh, I didn't get to see him, but they told me he was there. So I'm like, I don't know if that was real. But then they were like, T.I.'s here, too. Really? And I was like, whoa. And I did see him from far away. Yeah. Are there two yeah. rooms at the store? I can't remember. There's three. Three, three yeah. rooms at the store. The original. And that's the, the one on the strip, right? Bradley. Yeah. Been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was really fun, and yeah, it's 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 been really cool. Now is now is this waitress thing on the? Mm. Is this going to be a, a recurring role? I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. I really will they go tried. back to the yeah will, yeah. Will I, they go back to the eat at this restaurant? <laughs> I hope so. Was it a Mexican restaurant? Of course it was. Okay, <laughs> all right. I don't know. It I don't let know. Me serve at a non-Mexican restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope they uh, you know they go back and eat there again, yeah. so you can get. Maybe right. four lines. I uh, know. The the restaurant was called Don Quesos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Don- real authentic, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was telling these guys, I'd gone back to upstate New York a couple decades ago, and everybody's like, oh, we want to take you to a Mexican restaurant. It was called Casa Tumacha. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, not Casa Tumacha. Honest to God. And it had the worst queso I'd ever eaten in my life. It was like this cheese with about an inch of oil on the top. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, was it too much oil? Yeah, it was definitely too much. I was asking you right before we came back is if you are letting yourself feel Mm -hmm. 
successful yet because I know what happens a lot of comics you get we talk about on the show all the time imposter syndrome that you don't really deserve this or whatever are you starting to I know you won't relax you've always had a work ethic about you Mm -hmm. but are you starting to feel good about your successes are you allowing yourself to go like damn I'm pretty effing good yeah yeah it's it's funny because um in my new material i talk about you know growing up in the border and how we were taught not to be mamona yeah and uh, y'all know what that means no i don't it's like someone who thinks she's better than than everybody else yeah so that's always been instilled in me and i've always been like i can't be mamona that I can't. And uh, oh, your family will keep you humble. I know. Well, and, humble. and they do call me I, that. I wanted to talk about it because, you know, Ch- Bob grew up in a half Latino family, but his father was Wait, really. Get a, the name right. Oh, Cool Bob grew up Thank in you. a half cool family. I'm sorry, half Latino family. <laughs> but his father was military and he grew up on bases. And so he was kind of estranged from that whole, especially like uh-huh. border culture or mm-hmm. Tejano culture. Because the other thing, too, is. Tejano culture can be very different, or oh, Tex-Mex yeah. culture can be very different than if you're Latino somebody somewhere else in 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 the country. For sure. it, it's its own kind of thing. But Chewy talks about it all the time is like, dude, my family is we're so mean to each other. Yeah, mm. and, and how much you love to scare. This is how you communicate with them. How you love to scare a three year old on their birthday and make them cry and go ah. <laughs> You don't push their face in the cake, though. Yeah, they have to dog you. We can't say like encouraging words, right? You know, so that's why it's like, yeah. How how the hell am I supposed to encourage myself when no one? I think it's right. We operate off off a spite. We all operate off a spite, and I'll show you. That's right. And telling me I don't work. (laughs) That has definitely fueled me. Of like, I need to show them. Yeah. Because they're they keep clowning on me. But Mm -hmm. does did that also help you get through stuff? Because you're used. You kind of build up a callus, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in a family where the, oh, yeah. the love language was we asked on each other pretty hard. Uh-huh. I mean, even as a kid, and I do it with my kids, like we, we were... <laughs> yeah, you're passing it down. And I don't, I'm sure psychologists would say this is, you've got to break the cycle. It's a terrible thing to do because I have no self-confidence. And it may have come from the fact that, you know, and it was the whole, you know, I grew up in, in Brownsville. And if, if you yeah. grow up as... I mean, when you were a gringo, they were, we were, I was talking about, who was I talking to about this the other day? Because I was saying how, when I think about it as an adult, how weird it was. But at the time, it seemed so normal. At the school I went to, we played a game called La Migra. Okay. Oh, God. It's <laughs> pretty much Red Rover, right? It, 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 was called, it was just like Red Rover, except it was Red Rover with two guys in the middle. And I remember all the kids said, no, you're a, you're whitey, you're a gringo, you have to be La Migra. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. And I didn't even really know what that... So I never got to be on either side. They and what you did... They CPAC, too. Yeah, you would play Red Rover, but if you got caught by La Migra, you got pulled out of the Red Rover altogether. <laughs> and that was the game we played, and our teachers right. watched us play and whatever. Oh, but, yeah. you know, you got teased all the time for being... A gringo. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part was, and why I wanted to learn more Spanish is, girls would always, they would talk to you, then they would say something to each other in Spanish and laugh, and then look at you, and you'd be like, well, what the... F- 
<laughs> the hell just got said it? And there's a little, there's a lot. We, I mean, there's a lot of teasing along along the border. Oh, yeah. And I wonder, did you did you already have that callus and you could get through the industry a little easier with it? Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, growing up in the border where everyone, like, yeah, it's like 99 percent Mexican. I always felt bad for all the kids that were not Mexican at my school. Thank you. Which was Thank like you, by three. The way. Which was yes. three of them. And on know? and on behalf of us, because I'm the official spokesman. Yeah. Uh, thank you for feeling sorry. Y'all grow for up us. tougher. That's what's wrong with America. Is we have a bunch of people that are confident. And, uh, like you have, you have right. too many people that are like, why do you have all this confidence? Right. And I'm, they meeting, I'm meeting people. Right. They shouldn't. And you shouldn't have. You should not be this confident. Right. Because one TikTok got a lot of likes. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter where uh, they're all confident and about how about themselves, and yeah. I don't know where. They That's got not America. No. Other people have Mm-mm. two parents that are supportive or something. <laughs> that can't be that many. Right? They're still together. I know. I know. Your dad doesn't drink? What? Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> That's not right. The amount of people with confidence for no reason is yeah. ridiculous. You have yeah. zero uncles in jail? Come it's, on now. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. And that's what's making this country go downhill. Okay, well, we'll see what we can do to start belittling ourselves a little be more. Be a little insecure in something. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's it's healthy, but I you know, I'm 38 now and like barely I'm like trying on like, oh, what if I just like know that I'm good? So I'm like trying it on here and there. How's it feeling so far? And like, <laughs> it's okay. I, I dumped it. I dumped it. Sorry, so you, you, you're feeling a little more confident, and sometimes you're like, oh, S. I'm like, oh, S. Nobody's mad. Okay. Maybe I'll keep doing it. And then um, I'll like do it again, and I'm like, is anyone mad? Yeah, some people are mad, but I'm okay. You know, so. Who, who's getting mad? You know, like the haters. General haters. Or like, yeah. gonna, I think in general. They're always going to be mad, aren't they? There's yeah. always going to be someone yeah. in the comment section like, I because don't like this. Because if you bitch. like yourself, ever, someone's going to be like, why? Or try to make you not, you know? Especially yeah. if you're a female comic. Yeah, well, Raj yeah. talks about it. Raj Rodriguez is a photographer who's a friend mm-hmm. of the show. And he's doing incredibly well. And he says, too, that he had a, a lot of that mentality, the crab bucket mentality, mm-hmm. which is... Oh, you got to climb on somebody else to get out. Well, no, you're all in the bucket together. Right. And if you start to see a crab that gets out, crabs will grab other crabs and pull them back down in the bucket. So right. he's like, you know, he grew up, it was, it was hard to get out of the bucket because someone was always trying to make sure that you were in the bucket with them. Nobody, yeah. Nobody was... Because if the crabs all lined up, they could crawl over each other's backs and everybody could get out. And then the last crab could reach down and help the last crab out. So how come we don't behave that way as people? Instead, we just say, nope, we're all going to stay in the bucket. We're not going to help each other get out of here. It's kind of a dip-ass mentality that we have. I know. And it feels like that in comedy, for sure. Absolutely. But I think, I don't know. I, I feel like if you navigate a comedy career always feeling threatened by everyone around you doing it, it's like, well, then get out because they're going to keep doing it. I think there was a, a <laughs> so mix of it. It. <laughs> it used to it used to be very vicious. It was helpful, actually, when I was on the road, but like the Velveeta Room could be very cruel. The mm-hmm. comics with the amount that they would heckle each other. And I don't think it was ever to be cruel. I think part of it was just that was how that room developed. Mm-hmm. And it was good. You would go on the road af- out of that club and heckling didn't bother you because you had heard much worse from very <laughs> <Yeah>. funny people. <laughs> right. So then when you got a heckler who just was like, you suck, I'm like, that's not even funny, yeah. so it doesn't hurt. It's not good. You're an idiot. And um, and so, but I noticed that this whole scene here um, started to get a little more people rooting for each other uh, or yeah. at least being able to be happier about other people's successes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martha Kelly, who's done amazingly well with her career, I yeah. remember when she first got... 
I, it was one of the late night shows. It might have been Conan or something. I can't remember. And she kept it a secret because she was afraid. Right. She was afraid of what people here would say or they'd be like, oh, she doesn't deserve it. She got it too fast or whatever. And I remember thinking, that sucks that yeah. you get something good like that and you don't, you can't share it. Now, this is 25 years ago or something. Right. And I don't think that would happen anymore. I think people would genuinely, you would have a friend group who would be like, oh my God, we're all going to, we're all going someplace yeah. to watch it together. Right. No, but there would be haters. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying Absolutely. that there's no haters. What I'm saying is oh. now I don't, I think that you, you can find a friend set who will also go, I'm really proud of you and I'm really happy for you. Yeah. And it feels good to have some of your peers be genuinely happy for you. But it's weird in that art form where there is a. Com- like hip hop and c- comedy, there's it, well, it's not just that. There's competitiveness in Don't, those art forms, and I feel like maybe there shouldn't be. How many people listening to us right now are going to a job somewhere where in their office it's competitive right. like that? Whereas yeah. nobody, nobody is actually happy that you made it to the president's list for your sales or whatever. Everybody is kind of bitching competitive there too. They have to deal with the same thing. It's not just a, in in these in these. Careers. Well, not, those, that's not art, though. Oh, yeah. God damn it, dude. That's I'm true. sorry. That's I, yeah, I was, I was talking yeah. about art forms and, yeah. and comedy I'd consider. No, I just think it's in human nature that for some reason, because it, it actually feels good inside of you to genuinely be happy for a friend when something good happens right. for them. It actually lifts you up during the day. Well, you feel good. good. You get to share the victory. Too, though, sometimes. <laughs> nah, I, don't know. I just told the whole world they didn't have confidence, and I'm ma- they have confidence, and it makes me mad. It feels good to hate, too. Yeah, I, I feel like when I was coming up and Maggie Mae got that Conan right, set, right, right. we all went to mugshots and watched it, and that felt cool. That like everyone showed out for Maggie and yeah, I think it goes through waves. I I feel like personally with the scene now, it's so big now. Yeah, it's a big big changes now, since COVID and all that. I don't really know. Like, uh, I I feel kind of out of, of out of touch on it because I'm on well, the road more. I think but. a lot of folks who were part of uh, I guess I would you might call like an OG Austin. Mm-hmm. Well, and, but good if you want to. To get specific, OG would have to go back to probably the 70s. But right. you know what I mean? That <laughs> just prior to COVID, the scene right. that was here, that's its own kind of nostalgic scene. But even that has been split up a bit because everybody, there's a real opportunity to get lots of extra stage time now and do things. And For people sure. have to kind of lean into that. Uh, you yeah. you don't want to turn into one of those people who's like, man, now that the armadillo's gone, this whole city <laughs> sucks. You just have to lean in and enjoy what's happening. No, I agree. I think, I think uh, I mean, a lot of people are moving here to pursue comedy careers Tons. from New York and L.A. Tons. I was in LA and people are like, "Yeah, I want to move to Austin." I'm like, "You know, we don't have rights in Texas, <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and it's hot, and it's hot." And they're like, "Yeah, but it's cheaper." And I'm like, "Yeah, because you're paying for your rights in California." <laughs> so stop moving to Texas because it's I don't know y'all, but uh, how, I can't. <laughs> how much time are you getting to still spend back here in Austin? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like, uh, I'm on out on the road every weekend, but I make sure to come home like a couple nights and then I'll go back on the road. Yeah. Cause you have a boyfriend yeah, here. I got a boyfriend what? and a dog. Dang. Yeah. You built a little life <laughs> and yeah. it's actually kind of a nice thing that happened with, with COVID because, you know, business got to where you needed to be in LA. Oh yeah. And COVID kind of changed that whole industry where everyone learned how to do more stuff on Zoom and stuff like that. So it kind of gave you the freedom then to come at, you're closer to family here. Your boyfriend was here. Yeah. You have a lot of friends here. And I think that also, I think you like the the hustle of LA, but I think you like to also catch your breath and kind of have some downtime because For you're, sure. 
Because you're not a bitch. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I know, but I don't want to ruin it for you. Hey, we do need to let people know you're going to be at Cap City next Thursday. Is that correct? Yeah, next Thursday, Friday, Friday and Saturday. Saturday. And uh, and I guess that's what I meant was the whole weekend. Yeah. But you're and you'll be running your full hour and yeah. which means I know what I'm going to be doing next weekend because anytime you are within a hundred mile radius, my wife is buying tickets. Oh, she absolutely yeah. adores you. But you have, I mean, you have a great if for someone who hasn't seen you. You are really good at doing comedy from the perspective of, of the every person. Because, you know, for a lot of the comics we like, they're cool people. Hey, hey, hey I can S on this and screw that. Whatever. <laughs> but you spent years working in the weirdest industry where you have to put on a positive face all day long and sing songs. You, were, you worked preschool. Yeah. And Which is an insane, <laughs> an insane asylum. That's the mm-hmm. hardest. Seems like a crowd. good training ground. Yeah. The heckling there is <laughs> yeah. intense. They're just all crying at me, but I'm still making them, you know, laugh here and there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a preschool teacher for like eight years here in Austin, which was interesting. But I got a lot of material out of you, it. You, <laughs> well, and I don't even know if you tell any of it anymore. But your yeah. your early your first hour mm-hmm. had a great chunk in there about. About how secretly mean you were as a <laughs> as a preschool teacher, but you it's still one of my favorite jokes where you lean down to the the kid because you were like I spent more time with these kids than their actual parents did. Yeah, so I should be their mom. Yeah, and but well, you would lean down to some kids and they would leave with a and you go I'm your I'm her mom, not that lady. And I think they believed me. <laughs> They're like they would see me and be like, "Hi, mom," and I would. That would be no fun. It would feel like. All of your friends are drunk, and you're the only one that isn't drunk. And you're <laughs> exactly. wrangling all those pre-K kids. That's exactly what it felt like. Um, and it did. I have I, I only worked with kids because I have a theater degree, um, so that's all I could have done. Um, but I think that was kind of like being a server because I had to be a server, but for three-year-olds all day, every day. When you uh, were leaving home, you go to school. You tell your parents, "I'm." I'm going to pursue a theater degree. Oh. What was their response at first? Well, at first I told them I didn't want to go. I, I was you like, want to go to school? I know. I was like, I want to move to L.A. and be Julia Roberts. And my <laughs> parents were like, you're not Julia Roberts. They laughed in my face and they're like, you're not even a little bit Julia Roberts. Um, so th- they were like, you have to go to college. You have to, like, don't embarrass us. And I was like, but I don't want to do anything. Like, nothing interests me. <laughs> <laughs> except except performing and then I was like okay I'll get a theater degree and they were like fine we don't care just go just go just, just go. go and get in debt and that's what I did yeah mm. does <laughs> yeah. it feel good cuz not I mean when you're looking at each other and you're in theater programs yeah you know the reality of the numbers of success when you're out and you you have to look around and go how many of us will be yeah file clerks in a, in a in an oil field office somewhere most and how many of us will actually break through and make it and do you ever call up any of your old friends and go haha i made it you didn't no just i just saved that for my family oh okay. yeah, good they, good good don't go yeah. that works out for, that works out for, yeah somebody hey somebody has to be made to feel bad yeah, uh, let's see. It felt it felt cool because uh, I went to Texas State and they recently like posted about me. And, and, oh, like, did they the really? Stuff I'm doing, yeah. And it was cool, but I was also like, oh, I haven't finished pain. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, they got me. I think they're trolling right. me. They're trolling me. Trim some of that down. If you're going to use my likeness. I know. I was like, oh, damn, they got me. They, they got know, me. They know where I am. Yeah. They know that payments. I owe. They're I, trying to sweet talk me like, hey, I see you on TV a lot, and you're still just paying minimum payments. Right. What's oh, is going that on, girl? Reminder? Is you that what's going kept, on, girl? You kept deferring. I'm like, uh. I'm glad you're leaning into it. Vanessa's going to hang out with us all morning, and uh, we're going to give away some tickets a little bit. If you got dreams out there. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to, to the Odd. Talk about some idiots. That's always fun to do, isn't it? Yeah. On Nod to the Odd Day. Uh, a man went for a... I, I've always wondered if anybody ever tries this. man uh, went into a, a dealership. Now, nah, not a big dealership. He went to a place called Champion Auto Sales, which is, uh, you know, one of these places on the corner that's yeah. got like six cars. Yeah. yeah. He went into Champion Auto sh- Sales. Uh, they call it here a car dealership. And, uh, and this is in Memphis, by the way. And he said, I would like to test drive a car. Okay. And um, the de- the dealership's employees said immediately they were like, this guy was acting, quote unquote, uneasy. And... Uh, the the guy who was selling the car said he started to feel really weird because he was like, the guy's acting weird. He's just acting weird, and I don't like it. And it's not the first time we've had a weirdo up here. Salesperson uh, completed a test drive with a man. When they uh, finished, the employee grabbed the keys out of the car because they've been trained to do that. The, men, the man then got out of the car and demanded the salesperson give him the keys back. <gasps> And he's like, well, I'm trying to give you the keys. So what we need to do is we need to fill out some paperwork. We'll need to run <laughs> credit. And uh, I'm trying. That's what we're here to do. I'm yeah. trying to actually give you these keys. And he said, well, no, I don't I don't want to do I don't want to do all the paperwork and <laughs> all that stuff. The, yeah. <laughs> um, the guy pulled out a handgun and um, and said, I, I am going to uh, take those keys, please. Um, but somehow when the guy was pulling out the handgun to uh, rob him, he, uh, the guy, he shot himself. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, that's usually... That, that, there it is. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he shot himself, and I got to be honest with you, you know, you've heard those stories where someone shoots himself in the, on their own leg. Oh. This guy shot himself in the neck. <laughs> was he like one of those henchmen that's like scratching his head with the gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this is alive, though? Who knows? Uh, he Maybe. ran from the dealership, was, but was quickly apprehended. Because you can only run so far when you <laughs> shot out. yourself yeah. in the neck. I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, okay, I'll buy the car now. <laughs> <laughs> I just shot myself. Y'all won. Hey, hey uh, reverse that. <laughs> right. Reverse that. I didn't mean to. The, the gun is. That's a joke. Ha ha. I just. You got me. You, you got, got me. me. Here's my credit score. The guy's been okay. charged with aggravated robbery, according to the court records. Uh, the best part is he, in his. Um, in his inmate photo, uh, he's got he had to go after we went to the hospital, yeah. but he's got this the huge bandage <laughs> on his neck so that everybody can be like, Hey bro, what happened to your neck? And he's like, uh shot my so shot myself in the neck. No, shot myself in the neck. No. How'd you shoot yourself in the neck? I was trying to pull my gun out of my pants to rob somebody. Okay, are your pants around your neck? How did How you is even it pointing up like <laughs> I can see shooting yourself in the in the thighs or the thigh yeah, or the ass. There's no way he admits that he shot. I, I feel like you got to make up a story if you're in jail. Like it's a snake bite or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a snake with one giant tooth bit me in the neck. Yeah, and uh, I don't know spider. <laughs> Did you uh, did you drive yourself to the hospital? Well, it's funny you should mention. <laughs> I don't really have. I had to get on the bus. I had to wait. I had to take the bus. Car. 
to the hospital because my neck was bleeding. Uh, speaking of driving, a oh, <clears throat> my bad, everyone. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. A school bus driver is uh, in trouble after a uh, after a fender bender. Police say the yellow bus and an F a Ford F one fifty collided with one another at eight a.m. at the intersection of Canal Bank Street and Ontario Road in Ontario, Canada. They do things differently in Canada, by the way. Their uh, bus, um, the the damage to the the truck required the Welland Fire Department to come and assist the removal of the passenger from the vehicle. Oh, Jaws of Life? Yeah, the bus apparently really nailed the hell out of this Ford F-150. Were there kids in the bus? It's 8 o'clock in the morning. It seems like there would be. There were kids on the bus. Oh, um, investigators say the school bus failed to remain at the scene and, and it took off. The bus driver decided to flee the scene. <laughs> we got to get those kids to school to the yeah. dropout zone, man. With four children aboard the bus. Uh, <laughs> Dang. Here's, uh, I hate to add insult to injury, but the bus was a, um, I, don't, I guess we're not supposed to use the term anymore, but it's what we grew up calling a short bus. That's not good. The 77-year-old driver... Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. ...took off at a high rate of speed with only three tires on the short bus. (laughs) Then he can go under 55 miles an hour, right? Yeah, no, Or the bomb will explode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, careless driving and failure to remain at the scene of the collision Did he jump any ramps or anything cool? Uh, why do you why are you saying he? You don't just assume it's a female bus driver? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, you wanna, my my don't you want to be don't you want to be a little sexist on the show? I think it was a dude. Uh, Sounds like a dude thing. Yeah, there were four there were four students aboard, oh. but they were safe. It says they were safely strapped in. Uh, many of uh, three of them were in specialized chairs. God, this is. Oh, bad. I this hope is... the kids had a blast though. I, like maybe part they, of me they feels were just like, like yeah, this is fun. If. <laughs> Part of me feels that if you've grown up special needs, your parents, because they love you, have always kind of nerfed your whole life and taken right. care of things because they love you. No danger, they no adventure. They know that the world is already a cruel place, yeah. that you have a little harder uh, way of getting through it all. Yeah. And the one thing you've never been involved in is, is a high-speed chase. I know. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Part of me feels <laughs> like they might, might be like, hell yeah. Right. F yeah, finally. Because when I go to like the carnival, mom's like, no, you can't ride that. You could get injured. Right. It's not for you. And you're always watching from the outside in. And now suddenly you're like, not only are we hauling ass, but we're throwing a stream of sparks <laughs> from the fact that there is a tire missing. And our seven, first of all, <laughs> let's get back to, to this. Do they have to go to the one side of the bus to balance to it balance out? To balance it out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The whole time, the bus driver's like, I can't go under 55. <laughs> I can't go under 55. It will explode. Should, Hang on, This bitch. should be a cutoff for bus driver age, right? Okay. I don't know Our if you know this, but the, like president, the president is the same age as the, as the bus driver. We have a new thing where there's no cutoff on age oh anymore. Oh, my God. I used to have a saying, bus driving is drunk driving. So <laughs> I stand by that. No matter who's driving the bus, they're drunk. They at least should be at right. that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They seven. 
I would say, because I, my bus driver, she was really, really mean. She had a mullet. Her name was Miss Bancroft, but we call her Miss Bansaw. And, wow. uh, and she was mean. And she would occasionally pull the bus over and do that thing where she would go, Psh! and then she would get out and she would grab kids by the collar and go, you want to you get off this bus and, and walk right now? Do you want to get off the bus and walk right now? Yes. And she had kind of a greasy mullet. And I remember she, in the back of her jeans, do you remember the comb? It was a Goody brand comb. Uh-huh. And it had like a, an extra handle on it. So the comb was up here like where a brush would be, and it had like a handle, but it was mm-hmm. a flat comb. Yes. That was in her back pocket. And she would occasionally, Wacky at lights, she would comb her hair back. Oh. So she had the mullet, oh. but she had kind of this butt cut. I, I don't know another way to call it. She had a middle part, and she would she would hit the uh, the feathers on the side, and then she had this mullet cut, and she would get up occasionally and go, y'all little S's, and you, you little rich bitches. That's what she would call some of the girls who were mean, whatever. And she goes, I'm sick of you little rich bitches thinking you're better than me. I'll make you walk. You walk to school. How, how good are you going to look in your brand new Reeboks when you show up and they're all tore up from the, the <laughs> grab them, the caliche? I like it. Yeah. Shut your mouth. We need more blonde bitches. I God. don't think bus drivers are like trained for any. They all like hit the kids. You and can't like do it. Our you can't anymore. Too many phones, yeah. you can't many know, phones and cameras day, now. Yeah, dude, we were, we were, back in the day, the bus oh, yeah. drivers were wild. Yeah. Oh, you're supposed <laughs> to be scared justice. a little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and parents encouraged it because it was the way that you got your kids to come home and go, oh, thank God. Right. This seems I'm a little safe. a little bit better because we, we don't have that anymore. And now my daughter's really mean to us. She's really mean to us because she's never been exposed to how bad it could get. She needs to ride the bus. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't come home appreciative of right now. Well, the city won't doesn't have a bus in my neighborhood. Oh. They said there's not enough kids, and so that they don't have a bus. So you have to have more kids. <laughs> you, you know what? I never thought of that right there. <laughs> I never thought of that. I don't want to have to do that. I do not That's want fair. to have to do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, the 77-year-old uh, bus driver was only able to get so far in her fleeing. It turns out when you are missing a tire... Altogether, it's harder to drive a uh, mm. a bus. Mm. Good to know. That's a tough break. Sounds like it was an absolute blast. Uh, finally, ladies and gentlemen. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. I'm absolutely stoked about this. I wish it would come to Texas. I think it would actually change the way some of these folks behave. Because I think sometimes when you're loud and full of bluster, it's actually you trying. It's your own fear. Like, if you've ever seen, there's a lot of fights that happen on 6th Street, and there generally is a guy going, yeah, well, I'll do this, and I'll do this, and I'll do this, and the silent guy finally just pops him in the lip, and he shuts mm-hmm. up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a member of the Missouri Senate has, pres- you know what? Let's back up, and let's try to use words, Matt. Let's do that. <laughs> let's try to, I know we've had a stroke, and sometimes. It's okay. Regroup for a second. No problem. It. Go ahead. I didn't Take know you made again. a mistake. All you right. said Missouri Senate. A member of the Missouri Senate has proposed a rule change. If passed, will allow senators to once again challenge each other. To a duel? To a duel, my yeah. friend. Yeah. With Let's guns, go. like with pistols or whatever? Or? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think you got to do, do you it. Have to slap them with a glove? I'm or what super excited. Ex- <laughs> what do you have yeah. to do? I, that's old school, but, I mean, who's got gloves anymore? Senator Nick Schrader has put into motion in the state's Senate. Uh, he wants to adopt a rule change, allowing the state politicians to settle grievances through physicality. His proposed amendment 
was posted on Twitter by Missouri Senate Democrats. It read, if, uh, oh, if a senator's honor is impugned by another senator to the point that it is beyond repair, and in order for the offended senator to gain satisfaction, such senator may rectify the perceived insult to the senator's honor by challenging uh, the offending senator to a duel. That's how it reads. Please, pay-per-view this. But this is how it sounds. If a senator's honor is impugned by another senator to the point that it is beyond repair, and in order for the offended senator to gain satisfaction, such senator may rectify the perceived insult to senator's honor by challenging the offended senator to do. I'm just going to get a list of senators and run for Senate. Now, in the old days, remember you could choose your weapon? Oh, yeah. Choose your weapon. Like a rapier or a... A ball, like a mace? Hey, a ma- a yeah. mace. Uh, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, already the Senate in Texas it has gotten a little rapier, yeah. and we need to stay away from that. Uh, uh, that one guy who keeps so. just getting written up, even though we have proof that he keeps writing to 20-year-olds. Right. Well, you can duel him. Like, what's happening? We are losing our minds what as a country. Happening? We've gone into the bread and circuses of latter-day Rome. Let's uh, go to Mexico. Let's go to Mexico. The okay. trusted representative known as the second of the offended senator shall send a written challenge to the offending senator. The two senators shall agree to the terms of the duel, including, ready? Yes. Choice of weapon. Right. Oh, my God. Anything? Uh, and that shall be witnessed by and enforced by the respective seconds. The duel shall take place in the well of the Senate at the hour <gasps> of high noon. No. I want to tie our hands together like in beat it. Oh, yeah. Didn't you have a... Am I just thinking of boxing or did boxing get that from uh, 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 dueling, uh, having a second? Don't you have a best kind of a best man when you duel? Oh, a guy that apparently you do. holds your purse or your yeah. jacket or oh, whatever, yeah, and they call it a second. I want to be that guy too. I get to keep the stuff, right? Can yeah. I say that if you <laughs> then you get to marry in the old days, you got to marry the guy's wife because you'd be like the new husband. Man, let's go back. You yeah. said hold your purse, and I will say it's a great way to intimidate someone you're dueling if you show up with a purse because <laughs> yes. the, immediately he's going to go. Did he show up to a fight? Carrying a purse, like what is he? Well, he was already wearing a wig. This back is in the ballsy, day, so. right? Uh, anyway, I you get to come in with the rap music and everything, like a boxing. Oh, match. like an entrance. Music? Yeah, like they oh, come in. Oh, that would the, be good. That would be good. Have a big entrance and. Yeah, I would do WAP. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and somebody's got to do the counting off, right? Yeah, you know what I'm gonna. You you know if I go to Senate, you know what I'm. You know what my challenge weapon's what? gonna be? What Chinese throwing star? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. Bob's is gonna be a bow staff. And uh, Chewie's going to use nunchucks. Mm. Did you not know that you are amongst the three defenders Defenders of of the the dawn? dawn? (laughs) Like the three amigos, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're the defenders of the dawn. (laughs) We recently found a bunch of like flea market uh, weapons in here. We don't know why they're here, but uh, we've decided to... We started talk- Did you ever go when you were a kid, like go to a flea market and then yeah. look at all the weird weapons? I saw the weapons. I thought that's when y'all stormed the Capitol. But no. <laughs> they, are left- they are left over from our big January 6th party we yeah. threw here. Huge turnout. Uh, the move comes amid tensions within the state 
Senate. Uh, James Murphy, who is Schrader's chief, chief of staff, told Newsweek, Senator Schroyer is deeply committed to restoring a sense of honor in the Missouri Senate. That's why. And that's why he put out this bill that really all of America will giggle at on Twitter. While the idea of a duel may have been suggested in a metaphorical sense, the core message is about... Fi- oh, that's a backtrack. It may have been suggested in a metaphor... No, that's the... That's not a metaphorical sense. Mm. He suggested let's duel again. Like, for real. (laughs) Dude, I would... That would encourage me, I think, to move to Missouri is if I knew that there were going to be duels between senators. They're all over 60. I know that, too. (laughs) They're bus drivers. I'm liking it. Oh, I'm loving it. They would challenge... The duel is, I will challenge you to drink two insurers... To this morning. <laughs> Go without any fiber today. And you're out. I challenge you to a one-minute pee-off. I do. If you can pee in under a minute, you win. Whoever so. falls asleep first during this TV show <laughs> loses. So are you suggesting that two politicians from different parties are going to agree on it? This, these duels will never happen. I, I didn't no think way. about that. There's they no can't even can agree any. on the no. weapons, can yeah. they? No. Because they'll punk out. I know. Can't, politicians can't get anything done. They can have a, they're going to get a duel and get a These set. Bill, like, people just write whatever bills. Like, there's no rules. These bills are getting crazy. They make the rules. That's the thing. They get, they get to be in charge but of the rules. they just throw out whatever. But we're the only ones to blame. We keep voting people into office who... Who are eccentric weirdos. They literally are eccentric weirdos who say stuff like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take up two days worth of our time. And instead of us dealing with something like, hey, why are we 48th in the nation when it comes to math scores? Instead of us talking about any of that and looking into it, (laughs) let's talk about going back to dueling each other. (laughs) To save face and have respect and restore the honor. Satisfaction. I like, I like get getting satisfaction. I demand satisfaction. satisfaction. And then you get out your white gloves and you slap the guy both ways. Both cheeks. Boom. There's no way I'm sitting there for the back on the way back. Like, I'm not sitting there for the back of the hand. You can't move. You're getting socked as it soon as you like slap It is like the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, I guess. I think uh-huh. it is. Yeah, that's the They should have dueled, yeah. Well, that's today's... Nods to the odds. Question for you, Vanessa. Do you enjoy soup? I do. Oh, hang on. We don't have your mic on. Hello? There you go. Yeah, I love soup. I love menudo. Mm. I love menudo. uh, Pozole. Which ones? Where do you rank them? Now, how come you're you're not making fun of her right now? Why? Why did she say that? Because she's using an accent when she has (laughs) Spanish stuff. Because you, these guys love to make fun of me when I have an accent. Because I think it's natural, right? Why? Why? It sounds right. It's it's not your primary language, is it? Well, yeah, I spoke Spanish. Okay, first. there you right. go. So I, it's a primary. I spoke Spanish. No, it's I spoke the primary border. language. We're the same. Quick question, <laughs> Vanessa. Which country were you born in? America. As I was, I. So what is the okay, difference? But see really, how she put on radio, and it's because you, Chewy, are racist. I'm you not see racist. skin tone, and so you think skin tone. Is race. I just there's when no I reason to, to put I go, an accent on. There's I, no reason. Here's he. No, it's only when I speak Spanish that I use the accent, though. You don't yeah, like. No, there's you no want reason me to, speak, to do it. You want me to go por favor? 
Dame Dos I don't really put on an accent Let me hear the accent I haven't heard it Um Buenos dias, por favor, y si posible que, you know what I mean? And so, but he's like, no. Authentico. (laughs) Now, I don't know, but now I don't use like the lisp. I don't go full Spain with the lisp (laughs) and go... You know, see, see, see. Now, this is racist. This is racist. What are you doing? I say, uh, let me have one yeah. uh, in Palma de Chicharron. I, I do it by the number. I, I, I order like by the number. Los number two me. dinner. You know why you say, can I have an on Palma? Because you don't know any Spanish. Because you don't know any Spanish at all. They put numbers in front of it for a reason. There's no need to do it. Say the number. I just want a number three. Un taco de chicharron, please. Un number tres. And you don't even have to I, say that. That's, <laughs> no, that's how I order. I go, si posible, dame un tres. And you put your sombrero Muchos on. Muchas gracias, señorita. Yeah, there's no need to, if it comes natural. I'll have a plethora of tacos. Look, Matt, I, I, I know where you're coming from, but yeah, I don't know why it hurts when you do that. Mm-hmm. It does. It, does. it, it annoys stings. me, and I'm not even that into it. <laughs> It's like, who are you flexing and who are you trying to impress? Uh, no mames, way. There it is. I mean, ask them in Spanish how it makes them yeah. feel with your accent. Oh, I like, yeah. The next time I go, I will ask, do, would you prefer that I have a heavier accent? So I feel so, like after we leave, I got to drive back around and park and go talk to them, say, I'm so sorry. So sorry. I'm so sorry for my friend. I feel like I have to apologize and go, I'm sorry I'm here with my two Latino friends and I neither of them speak any Spanish. They I'm were, sorry that they both completely tried to ankle their own culture as quickly speak as Spanish. possible. Look, I'm talking Spanish right now. <laughs> See? They took the time to order the items by number. I'm going to order by number. I feel so bad way. for where, whatever place this is. It's delicious. <laughs> Reggio's. We may go out so on the show. We might go. go. See, I think it's weird that he calls it Reggio's. And what? not Regios. Regios. Oh, yeah. I like, I like calling it Regios. Hey, is Reggie around? <laughs> Where have Reggie bring my stuff out? So y'all like soup or not? Uh, <laughs> Where are you ranking? Uh, gotta, Menudo, caldo, de res maybe? Yeah. Uh, pozole? pozole. Uh, um, I think caldo de res, uh, I, I have more every day like that. That's just an everyday soup. Yeah, that and mama then, makes that on a hot day. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but then pozole, menudo, that's seasonal. Oh, uh, okay, know? okay. But they're good. I don't like that it's seasonal. I like going. Amaya's, I Chewy think, some of the best. loves menudo, and he gets it pretty often. And um, it is, um, what it's, an acqu- it's an acquired odor. Oh, yeah. But I also like the... I eat it with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the gringo soups. Like um, broccoli cheese. Yes. And how and how do you pronounce the, broccoli cheese? Broccoli cheese. Bro- oh, so you, you oh just a regular American? <laughs> That's racist. That's racist that I say it American. I would like broccoli cheese. <laughs> what if I ordered it like that? <laughs> I demand that satisfaction. Okay? What? I would like. I would like broccoli cheese. I would like. You know what? If you were to order it like that, my grandpa would say he's one of the good ones. <laughs> he's one of the, he's one of the good ones. <laughs> one of the I like him. I like. He's so well-spoken. He's very articulate, that young man. What's his name? I'll take uh, it. Reggie. <laughs> Reggio. This happened yesterday in this room. And, and you're going to miss the beginning of it because I didn't know to start my recording soon enough. We're getting better. Oh. I don't know that he knows I recorded him. It's illegal. I demand, sir, give me my gloves. I <laughs> demand satisfaction. I guess somebody just figured out who, who this who's I, got recorded. I demand satisfaction. 
you were illegally recorded? Yeah. Mm. Like Linda Tripp? Yeah. Mm. Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> we were in here yesterday with Alex, our new intern. Alex, you know, is on the spectrum. We, uh, we've we got uh, two semesters in a row. I don't think he minds us saying. Because uh, he's talked to us about it. And, um, and by the way, Alex, the intern, we got to talk to more. He's six foot eight. And Whoa. Is he, he, ha- he is... Yeah, when he comes in the, his door, his head hits the top of the door right there. That's too tall. He's this giant lumbering. I mean, I mean, he's enormous. He's frightening looking. <laughs> and then he wears like a hat that has like a little rubber ducky on it. He's like a super soft kit. It's so, he's such a weird mix. But <laughs> he got into this with us because yesterday Bob got mad about soup. I don't well, even remember we, what started it. Well, were we talking about where we we're going to eat? And somebody said, "Let's. Well, do you want to go get soup?" And you got mad for about lunch. That. And it's like, let's I listen. Think- I, I want. There's obviously there's a reason I recorded. So let's see why I recorded. It shouldn't. It shouldn't cost more right. than a dollar. Bob, Bob is mad because Chewy suggested someplace, and Bob's mad. And he says that he's tired of lunch being an elevated experience, as he calls it. And he says that he wants to eat out of a bowl because soup should never cost more than a. What'd you say about soup? It should never cost more than a dollar. A dollar. I'll buy that for it's a dish dollar. Wa- it's dishwater with. <laughs> with what? It's just hot water poured over leftovers. <laughs> how, many, how many genres of food can you not like? Yeah. Soup? So, so when you, you say Asian when food? you say you want a non-elevated lunch, yeah. what does that mean? I don't need something fancy. Just give me regular food. I don't need something fancy. That's, so that's let's go to let, So let's go are you let's go to Thundercloud Subs right now. Sure. But can we go to Jersey Mike's instead? Okay, okay dumped it. Dumped it. Jersey Mike's. And it's local. Freak yelling into the camera. Hey, what's up, Alex? It's going all right. I've been, I've been overhearing <laughs> a lot of uh, passion discussions. Yes, you have been hearing. Yeah. You want to weigh, you in, weigh in here? Do you like food? Yeah, I, of course. You're seven foot eight. I'm assuming. Yeah. What is it? How many? How many bushels do you have to eat a day to, to survive in that body? Uh, uh, I, I just eat uh, three. Try to eat just three meals a day. Okay. All right. Do you like soup? Some snacks around. Uh, or soup dishwater poured over leftovers. Uh, uh, soup. I've, I've thought of that before. Well, like. What about tomato soup? Tomato soup is something else. <laughs> That's just tomato sauce with a little extra water. That's all that is. Pasta sauce with a little extra water mixed in. Onions. And he w- and he won't eat that because that's not regular food because it's Italian food, right? Right. Oh my goodness. Uh, tomato. I mean, there's a difference between tomato soup and like tomato sauce, like you put on like spaghetti or whatever. Not to Bob. Soup is like baby food. It's just right one step away from baby food. Oh. You're one step away from baby food. <laughs> <laughs> lobster bisque. That's dishwater with lobster yeah. in it? Yeah. That was good. They're, just pouring the, they're just pouring the hot water over old lobster tail shells. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't know that fr- the French word for hot water is bisque? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, clam chowder like, serves in the bread bowl. And clams. What, why am I eating clam chowder when I don't even eat clams? All green. Oh. oh well, I, I, I like the bread bowl serving more Loaded than the clam chowder itself. Baked potato know. soup. Okay, just give me goddamn baked potato. I don't need it in <laughs> soup form. I don't need a baked potato in soup but form. It's more filling because you got all that extra water in there that you're eating. <laughs> oh, Only normal thing I'll eat right now 
It's Texas Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. Soup is just a delivery system for crackers and bread. That's all it is. <laughs> don't, 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 don't use that slur. See, you agree with me, Alex. A little bit, but I, I don't, I'm not as negative on soup as you are. <laughs> Nobody's as negative on anything as Bob is. Look at him. seem to be doing all right. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my god. Uh, then we ended up just an, getting pizza. Yeah. The default. Yeah. The default. We Normal ended up getting food. a slice of pizza yesterday. <laughs> not any fault of ours. I, I don't know. Not we want soup. It's hard to eat. We were going to go to Tucci's yesterday. You can't be comfortable. Bob didn't want it. We had to make compromise because we were like, let's go get sandwiches. So we decided we're going to go see. We, we've been wanting to go to Tucci's Southside for a long time. Twenty minute drive though. It's fine. It's, it's a twenty minute drive from the station. Is it good? We hear it's great. I've seen oh. pictures and they look incredible. Yeah, the menu is, uh, is expansive. Sandwiches? Sounds good. Yeah. Somebody associated with Tucci's is somehow also associated with Cat, and because I've seen I've seen her have stuff on her Facebook or something, oh. and so I don't know. But hmm. anyway, the pictures look great. So I was like, I want to go to Tucci's. But then Bob, in the last one, was like, well, "I'm not driving 20 minutes for a sandwich. <laughs> I can't. We we can't go out. So we had to stop halfway." <laughs> well, this seems kind of ridiculous. But here's what's it weird: it's more out of your guys' way than it's out of my. Because I was like, "Well, there's a thundercloud right here. We'll go by there. That's old school Austin." Oh. And at the last minute, he's like, "Let's go to Home Slice," and I, which is delicious. Yeah. But it's like a twenty-six dollar sandwich that we went to go get. Now we split sure. it three we, ways. Well, ways. we didn't split. Let's be careful how splitting it. We splitting it three it. ways is different than how most people do. We quartered. You had it. a quarter. I had a quarter. And then what's left? But did you split the the full one or the half one? The full one. Dang, that's a lot. Well, yeah. And, and Bob and I each had a quarter. They're big. And then two Chewy ate two quarters, which is a half. Eight two quarters. According to my math training. Oh. He tried to fill up the emptiness that's there because he never knew his father. No, we each had a slice, which was, uh, <laughs> what was it? The meatball and green pepper yesterday was the, that was pretty oh, good slice. So it was so slice. good, but I want to bring you over to the soup side. Dude, soup is But really I just good, don't dude. have, like... You're very wrong on soup. I have beef with the soup peddler, just because I want to go to a place where there's a bunch of soups, and then you named yourself the soup peddler, and if you go in, there's, like, two soups to choose from. Yeah. Well, do you I know don't the understand name? that. I don't, why well, call you, yourself the soup peddler? Uh, you want another actual reason? Juice and soups. Do you want another re- real reason? The soup peddler business began, he would make soup at his house... He built a special bicycle that had a an igloo cooler attached to it to keep it warm, and then he would ride. He would drive his bike to your house to bring you fresh soup, which is the most, which is the dumbest business model I've ever heard of. But it is so Austin. He was yeah. down in South Austin, mm-hmm. and you would order soup from him, and then he would ride his bike over. It. So he was called mm. the Soup Peddler. Delicious. Because he literally rode the- his bike to your house, and then he started building brick and mortars or whatever. I know I want my soup in the slowest transportation possible, <laughs> yeah. getting to my house. But is there anything more Austin than a bunch of South Austin hippies going? I don't want to contribute anything bad to the environment. I love the idea of having my soup driven to my house, and you know why you can do that. Because if you live in South Austin, you don't have to be anywhere. You're making your own soap that you're going to sell at a flea market, so you have all day to wait on your soup. I'm not saying this because I'm trying to deride anybody. I would love to have a go back to having a life where my days were just endless leisure. I used to have that life. I used to have that life. And then... Then I listened when somebody said, let's let's have a baby. No. And all of the fun went away. Oh, man. All of the fun went away. 
I'm you just saying. You won't even like dip a sandwich in a soup. I yeah. love that. Oh no. yeah. You won't have a, a French it's peasant dip. food. Oh my. God. It's peasant. <laughs> food. We need a it's soup. Royalty. I, I told you. It's watered down food. Then just get what the essence of what the soup is, and just have that food, like the baked potato. How is Bob, the guy that calls himself the Everyman, opposed to quote unquote peasant tomato food? soup? It's just delicious. go get some pasta. What about like pho and ramen? Oh, like you oh, can't. Right, I'm not going to take it oh, regional now. Okay. Whatever. I, I like I like pho. I want pho today. But it's got a lot of chicken and so stuff good. in it. A chicken Bob, noodle soup. That's soup. Bob yeah. does not like Asian foods that's and not Indian true. foods and stuff. That's it's true. not true. It's true. It is not true. It's true. I eat Asian food all the time. Oh, so it's just the people you don't like? No. <laughs> I don't know why you. Let's go to Olive Garden get endless I, salad and soup. My today. background is oh, much yeah, more, much more diverse than yours. Whoa, he's got a lot of uh, bloodlines. Well, no, I grew up in the military environment, so there's no everybody with everybody. Stay long Everybody's with everybody. Everybody's in everybody. It's a boiling pot. It's a boiling pot. It's a soup of people. It's a soup. It's a soup of people. Fine, gazpacho. You may say a melting pot, but it's oh, more no. of a soup. I pot. bet he gets it's mad with a cold soup. I bet a cold gazpacho. soup makes him angry. Vichy soie, oh, gazpacho. I had that once, and it was it, it was just salsa. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I love it. Soup I makes me like, angry. Why am I having makes French, me angry. French onion soup makes is me, the no. best. That's good. I I like that. You go to you a gotta fancy... have it in a bread bowl though for it to yeah. be any. You know, no, it comes in that little tiny crock pot. With yes. the, the melted cheese on top? Ooh. It's like a soup pot pie. What about a stew? Huh? That's not... Stew. Okay, that's a different animal. It's pretty I much make a, a soup. I make wait, a, I wait, make a wait, good wait, stew. wait, wait, wait. Heavy breaks. A stew is is yes. different than a soup? <laughs> the meat's chunkier. Okay, you're not... So the Campbell's chunky. Are chunkier. Campbell's chunky. Caldo de Ras has the exact same cut of meat in it that stew does. It's chunky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, you're speaking As of a specific... Usually, I'm speaking general... I'm speaking in general. You're speaking specific. So maybe, you know, maybe there's a place that makes a soup that's like a stew. I don't know. Okay. Choose but, y'all's weapons. But I wouldn't say that okay. stew is my go to a restaurant. I wouldn't go to a restaurant. I'd eat stew at home. But okay. I'm not going to go to a restaurant and eat stew. It seems ridiculous. Quick question for you. But are you ready? I mean, I'll have some I'll have some uh, carne, carne gasada. I guess that's, that's technically a stew. A stew that's but, a stew. Yeah. But, you know. Well, you put it in a bowl. It's in a taco a form. So would you have chili? That's make it soup? all the time. Is I might it, make it today. That's an all-meat soup. So you're like, you cook all the time. I'm the, I he is am the chef the, at home. Oh. I am the cook at home. Because yeah. I don't, I can't relate. He's the cook at home, and he's also the the, the, the whiner. Because you know why? Oh, why? Because I'm cool, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> it's my new nickname. I didn't want it. It was bestowed upon me. Some dudes. By the, some, some random by some dudes. criminals. You earned it. <laughs> some random dudes in a parking lot this week go, hey, man. You look cool. You want a, Do you want a free television? You want a free 85-inch 8K television? <laughs> Did you take it? No, I ran away. Damn, that's a These deal. These guys were yeah. going to kidnap me. In this economy? They were going to kidnap the TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was a 80, free 85-inch 8K television. Doesn't even exist. Uh, there was free uh, rope and zip ties involved. Yeah. I'm in. Let's hear from uh, Lupe. Lupe. Hey, how's it going? I was trying to get a hold of Bob. Is Bob there? Yeah, he's yeah, here. Bob. Well, call me by my name, please. Hey. Well, I ain't going to call you cool Bob. I'm going to call you You just did. Bob. Thank you. I just saw you <laughs> on TV you. yesterday and you ran off. Oh. Yeah, that was a long way for it. That was a long way. But you, you sound like that redneck that tried to get me to take a TV. I'll tell you what. It's an 80-inch, got full screen, 8K all day. 8K all day. <laughs> and you won it at a Buffalo Wild Wings. 
No, I, hey, I'll tell you what. I'll trade you that TV for that crappy piece of crap you call an e-bike. How about that? Damn. Damn. Why are you at Bob today? That's hate. Yeah. Men always lie about inches, so uh, I don't trust them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, man. And then someone wrote to me and said, what are two dudes on a work day doing in a white rented <laughs> suburban... It didn't have jobs, so they were just driving around giving away free TVs? The sa- door-to-door salesman. Yeah. <laughs> have those people not been around the city and no, seen how many random people don't seem to work in the city or just driving they around and, and two just buddies, hanging out? Two buddies driving around in a rented vehicle just giving out joy to everybody. The amount like of Santa bars Claus. in this city that are now open at noon because of the tourists and, and people that work oh, from yeah. home and hang out. Now, bars open early in Milwaukee, but it's because every... Everyone lost their job in 1959 in Milwaukee, and they never got it back. So there's not everyone right. has time to hang out and drink away their sorrows. It's one thing about L.A. The bars don't open till like 5. Right. And that's brutal. And they close but, early, right? They roll yeah. up the sidewalks in L.A. at like 10 o'clock. Let's right? say yeah. something, though. 5 p.m. in L.A. is lunchtime because most people don't go to work in L.A. Like... That's Have you ever true. tried to call your manager before 11 a.m.? Uh, I don't talk to them, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it, I feel like nobody in that industry in L.A., anybody goes to work before. Like, they show up at yeah. 11, they check some email, whatever, and then they're like, go oh, i got to go to lunch. lunch meeting. Then they come right. back for a half an hour, and they're like, oh, happy I have an hour. evening yeah. happy hour. i got to meet with a client. And then, like, oh, and then my rest of my hours, I have to go see a client perform tonight at the bar. Right. Yeah, that's part of work. You That'll be, be 15% of everything you make, please. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I still owe Texas State. Damn it. <laughs> Bob, I want to encourage you to try soup. It's delicious, my man. Yeah. We'll get you somewhere. Never Olive Garden's that. a good stuff. They should, y'all oh. should have like a soup tasting. I'll make some soup. I'll make a good it's tomato basil. It's like it's embarrassing to eat in public. It's what do you mean? <laughs> Slurper, or you spill it, or, you know, there's no way to do it right. Is this right. how we found out you're not good with a spoon? There's no way to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like this? Do you want a straw? I, this, I haven't heard anybody have like, a problem to No. Somebody's like this? No, no you're not an idiot. No, but I've seen people do the, that. You're not the a caveman, Bob. The queen eats soup. Yeah. It's oh. a fancy meal. No, it's not. It's watered-down food. <laughs> They can charge you a fortune for because you hold a spoon like this, and then you don't drink from this part. Mm-hmm. You drink from the back part. You, <laughs> <laughs> you guys have your. So you guys enjoy your soup. I might go to Ramen del Barrio today. Barrio, you're talking about different things. <laughs> I'm talking about soup, soup. Uh, let's tell you real quick about Next Evo. Yeah, this is not embarrassing to eat in public. In no. fact, it doesn't take but a second. Uh, quick gummies, CBD. If you're in the CBD game and you uh, enjoy the CBD, if you haven't tried Next Evo yet, you are going to be amazed because you're going to find out you're taking about a quarter less than what you're used mm-hmm. to taking for the same effect, and you're going to get the same effect way faster than you're used well, to they, getting. Well, they've done this thing called Smart, smart Sorb Technology, which uh, helps your body to absorb the CBD better and quicker. And that's what, we're, that's what we want. We want fast relief. We don't want slow relief. Well, exactly. Especially and we want like, a fast discount. They have uh, the, the great sleep formula. And right. the last thing you want to do is take a sleep formula and, wait and around. then wait around for two no. hours to find out if you're going to be no. sleepy or not. Uh, KLBJ is our discount code. Get 25% off right now 25. at nextevo.com. You'll find it, it, it. Look, at this point, if we have to direct you on how to find a discount code, a discount box, mm-hmm. are you not, what are you, are you not doing the internet? 
Come at on. checkout, you look around, you find that code, you put the code in, KLBJ. You're going to watch it to you. You're going to watch 25% get knocked off the price. Dang. You know why? Why? Because we're Matt and Cool Bob. That's who we are, and we take good care of you. <laughs> Vanessa, you're a writer. By the way, Vanessa Gonzalez has joined us uh, today. Hilarious. Stand-up comedian and actress. Yes. She literally just got back from uh, taping a brand new episode of Lopez versus Lopez. It's her first sitcom to be on. We'll be looking forward to that episode being released soon. Uh, she's hit most of the late night shows. She's got her own specials out. And you should be proud, everybody out there that can hear my voice, because she's one of you. She is a fellow Austinite. For right. a good chunk of, I don't know, at least for tax purposes, yes. uh, she does not live in the state of California, all right? For I tax know. purposes, she is a permanent resident That's right. of Austin, Texas. <laughs> and um, she's going to be at Cap City next week. Don't go there expecting to see her this week, mm-hmm. though you can still go to Cap City. It's just that she has a very busy schedule, and in order to get her in here with something that works for her, we're having her in here this week. But she'll be in next Thursday, Friday Saturday, two Friday shows, two Saturday shows, and you can check that out at capcitycomedy.com. Now, here's the deal, Vanessa. You're a writer. Yes. Like, ultimately, when you're a comic, yes, you're a performer, mm-hmm. but you're in charge of coming up with your own jokes. Yeah. At least that's... How it should work, yeah. It's, it's how yeah. Cat Williams feels that it should work. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so you... You're not you, an industry plant? No, no, definitely oh. not. I wish. Okay. Uh-huh. I submitted, never heard back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you could, can you help us with writing a little bit? We do this thing called Around the Horn. We're going to do a game. Okay. And all you do is you just write a dumb question in your head. I love And it. you'll ask it. We're going to do a trivia contest. And you run... And so today... For some reason, there's something called Texas Day, National Texas Day, which is the boldest of all moves. Yeah. Texas already has Texas Independence Day. Now, Texas became a state on December 29th. So why February 1st, the first day of Black History Month, is also Texas Awareness Day? But they want other states to, that hate us to, to respect us. To respect us. Yeah, they think we're, thing. they lump us so with Florida. The whole and, country has to acknowledge Texas Day. Yeah, it's that's a embarrassing. It's yeah, not, that's but embarrassing. it is also very on brand for Texas to yeah. be like, hey, the rest of you 49ers can, uh, you can all bow down to us, all right? We're pretty badass. She's too much. Texas is too much. She's just had a couple to drink, and is, it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's she's just, messy. You know what? But she's allowing herself to be like, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good is. at what I do. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have tickets to Mark Norman, and we also have tickets to uh, Freaks on Parade. Uh, that's Alice coming Cooper, uh, Rob Zombie, Ooh. Ministry, and, and Filter. Filter, yeah. Nice. nice shot. Yeah. If you win, the winner will get to pick their ticket. Uh, to which of those they, that they want to attend. Mark Norman is uh, March 2nd at the Paramount. The uh, Freaks on Parade is at the Germania Center in September. I think September 24th. Nice. Can't That's have won any, You can't have won anything in the last 30 days. You can call us right now, 512-834-0937. 834-0937. Chewy will probably take some of the first callers. He'll dump those. He'll pick a couple. And then it's very simple, Vanessa. We ask people to, uh, to do this with us every once in a while. You're just going to ask a question that somehow results, somehow, in some way, has something to do with or is inspired by Texas. Oh, okay. The more creative, the better. Sometimes what's really fun to do is give somebody a really, really simple question, 
Because they mess those up because they get nervous. Is it, oh, so it's like trivia. Trivia, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. That makes sense. I got it. I'm Does in. it? Do you got it? I think. All right. <laughs> I might mess it up. <laughs> You're gonna do just fine, and and you won't be first. Uh, well, like Bob okay. and I will go first, I'll and so you you follow the lead. And you, what's you, the you premise again? One more time. Texas Bob is some kind of for something for Texas Day. <laughs> okay, we never do. All right. Here's the thing. Other shows will. They'll sit around. Well, actually, most shows just buy these games now from prep services. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've seen the quality of the chairs in this room, but we don't have the money to buy <laughs> material from other stuff. <laughs> we always pride ourselves. We go, we're too good to buy our material. It's We don't have a budget to buy. So we are forced to come up. But we also are lazy, so we just come up with on the spur of the moment. And our listeners know that we don't care enough about them to put together a good quality show. And that's just the way how they have to live with it. They like it that way. That's the brand. They love the abuse. Let's go to our first. Who's the first abusee? (laughs) Joe Gonzalez. What's up, Joe? Say it how you would say it. I win. Well, no, you don't just win by calling, Joe. Yeah, what's the keyword? Oh. Oh, my bad. Excuse me. All right. What's What's the keyword? Keyword. What's the phrase that pays, Joe? If you want to win. 420. Mm. <laughs> That's my dad's name, Joe Gonzalez. Is it really? Is it, really? Is is it, it you, are, Dad? Are you her dad? Uh, uh, not that I know of, but maybe. I was going to be like, y'all found my dad? Yeah. All right, hang on a second, Joe. You're going to play a trivia game to try to win tickets, okay? Do you even know what you're playing for, or did you just hear a phone number and you dialed it? Well, I haven't called in a while. I drive trucks for Superior. Oh, you work for the porta potty place I used to work for. Yeah. Oh. Yes, sir. So, Can I ask you a question? Did you hit the dump yet today? Yeah. Well, I have a radio now, so that's why I'm able to listen to you. Oh, cool. But I'm in out of my truck, and I heard calls, so I'm calling. All right. Have you ever tried to put uh, the wrong fuel in one of those trucks? Because that's how Chewy Never. got fired from that job. What number truck you driving? <laughs> I am in 28, but 28? I drive truck 14. Oh, okay. All right. And did you hit the dump yet? Which one did you go to? Uh, Round Rock. I just left there. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. Chewy used to drive the porta potty truck nice. until he got in trouble because he tried to put uh, he you try to put you put diesel, diesel in a gas or gas in a diesel. I mean, I guess I got in trouble. That's not why I got fired. Oh, that's right. You uh, got fired because you failed a drug test. But in order to take the drug test, your your dad, <laughs> who you were estranged from, worked there, and you had your dad pee in a bottle for you, and then it came up positive for PCP. That's how I got fired. That's, how, got nice. fired. that's how I met your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Joe Gonzalez. One second. Let's. Uh, uh, let's hear from Sean Michael. This isn't the wrestler, yeah. is it? What's that? Nothing. Uh, are you uh, no, ready to compete? No, do you no, know no, a lot no, about Sean Michael? Do you know a lot about Texas? Are you a Texan? I'm a Texan. All right, we're gonna find out here very shortly. So just hang on to the line, okay? Okay. Thanks, Judy. And so if we got two, we got two competitors. We do. We got Joe and Sean okay. here, ready. To compete. Here's how it works, Joe and Sean. Uh, you're going to ring in using your name. And uh, so, Joe, can you test your buzzer? Joe. All right. And Sean, let's try it out. Sean. See, it works. And uh, let's say Joe and Sean. These will all be questions pertaining to Texas, gentlemen, because it is National Texas Day, mm-hmm. according to the National Day calendar. I, myself, just to give you all a hint, it is Black History Month, so you will be getting questions about... <laughs> Black Texas celebrities from me. Oh, all right. You want you want to go first? I can go first. Yes, gentlemen. This actor slash singer, their hometown is Terrell, Texas, and they got to be probably my favorite 
Because they were in a Gotta Kanye. Be probably does not sound firm. Say okay. they're my favorite. They are my favorite. And I think you probably know him after he did a feature with Kanye West in Gold Digger. Sean. Sean? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is correct, yes. Sean won on the board. I didn't know Jamie Foxx was from Texas. Yeah, I didn't Terrell, know Texas. I learned a little wow. something today. Yeah. Thank you for leaning into black history. Absolutely. Next uh, question. All right, guys, next question. Here we go. Before he sold alkaline water, Chuck Norris was in this hit CW show. Mm. Wow. Ooh. I know. Guys don't know what show Chuck Norris was in? These guys are under 35 or something. <laughs> yeah, are you guys babies? Uh, no, they're 20. I'm 45, but I don't watch TV Walker, Texas Ranger, Sean? <laughs> Sean, what's, what answer you have? Walker, Texas Ranger? Walker, Texas Ranger yeah. is the correct That's answer. That's a Texas looking right there. Wow. Hey, what an idiot I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two to nothing. Yeah, right now it's a two to nothing. Don't panic, Joe, because eventually these questions will be worth extra points. This question is worth one point. Uh, everyone knows that Dr. Pepper, and by the way, there's no period after DR in Dr. Pepper. Did you know that, Vanessa? I didn't. Oh, so is it not Dr. Pe- is it Der Pepper? It's Der. just Der Pepper. Oh. Der Pe- everyone knows Der Pepper was <laughs> invented in Waco in 1885. Of course they do. But 85 miles west of Waco, they make a different kind of Dr. Pepper with real cane sugar. What's that Dr. Pepper called? Bob. These two guys had never heard of Walker, Texas Ranger. No. I, I, I think I got the answer. Give him a hint. It's also... It's also a city in Ireland. Is he a doctor as well? No? It's also a famous city in Ireland. Yeah. They don't know that either. Yeah. <laughs> Can either of you They're name a city? They're not very worldly. Yeah. Think. How about this? Name a, a single city in Ireland. I challenge... poets for a living. <laughs> Would you say I pump toilets for a living? Give him some, give him Texas. Give him a hey, You know what? Right. Joe, you just Sean, got one. Yes. Joe got one point for yeah, pumping toilets for a living. Sean, we were looking for Dublin Dr. Pepper. Dublin Dr. Pepper. Dublin Dr. They asked for it by name. I'd want them to name like five Texas counties or something. I may wait for that. I don't think I could do that. All right, guys. The next question is now going to be worth two points because it comes from celebrity questioner Vanessa Gonzalez. Now, it's one thing to call up here and talk to what is perhaps the greatest morning show that's ever existed. I mean, I know that's intimidating, but now you're talking to somebody who literally a week ago was in a a sandwich in between <laughs> in between Gabriel Iglesias and uh, uh, George, George Lopez. Lopez. So, <laughs> This is Big Time Celebrity. Go ahead, Vanessa. Okay. Which famous Texan was shot by her best friend? Damn. And has an ass that won't quit. Oh. (laughs) Oh, man. Joe. Joe. Sandra Bullock. God damn it, Joe. 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 Get him out of here. Joe. I want him gone. Joe. I want him gone. Take his pain away. Joe. Take his point away. I'm sorry, Joe, but we just heard that you need to change your last name from Gonzalez to Smith. You are now Joe Smith. When you go back to the shop today, you're Joe Smith. Okay? Take his point away. Sean, you want to take a guess? Yeah. Is it it like the famous 
Bonnie and Clyde? Bonnie Parker? God, oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. His name, His name is Sean. I look. <laughs> you I, know. I know. Of course I know. Because I don't. I've, I've been to a flea market, and I know that when they play, everybody gets up and they start shaking asses, right? Right. We were looking for Selena. Are you kidding me, Joe Gonzalez? Joe? Selena? Yeah. Selena? You heard of her? Quintanilla Perez. Selena. Joe, have sure. you ever heard of Selena? Si. Okay, don't say C. Because your Latino card is revoked, bro. It's revoked. And when you go to the Pachanga with your family next time, you're in trouble. They're going to make you sit in the corner with the three white in-laws that have been married into the family. You know how there's always three whiteies that have to sit in the, the corner? you got to sit with them now. His family, give him the bad chair at dinner today. The wobbly. Right. Yeah, the wobbly one. <laughs> Damn, I thought I was I, I was like, this is going to be too obvious. Remember when I said the, the easier the question is, the harder it becomes from, <laughs> for some reason for the listeners? We're still at one to two. Joe's got okay. one point. Okay. Uh, Sean's got two points. Let's see what's going to be. All right, fellas. This is a toughie, and I feel bad now uh, asking it, but uh, riddled with iteration <laughs> in, in his names. Uh, this boxer from the Jim Crow era was named the Galveston Giant. Uh, because, well, he was from Galveston, and as urban legend has it, he drove through a town speeding and gave the cop extra money because he said he'll be speeding on the way back, which is very bold, <laughs> bold. Uh, during that time Pay of era. fine in advance. John. Yes. John Johnson. Mm. Oh, very, very close, but I can't give it to you. Can't I can't give it to you. There, no. Very close. Uh, do you want to steal, Joe? Boxer is what we're like. We're saying boxer, yeah. right? Yeah. Three seconds. Uh, Galveston. Galveston. Two. One. Yeah. Sorry. That is Jack Johnson. <laughs> Jack, Jack Johnson. Johnson. Jack Johnson. He put up those Dukes, man. Oh, man. That's when they used to fight like he that. He was good. Yeah. Like Galveston the, giant, baby. Like the Notre Dame guy. You were close, Sean. Sorry. Uh, here you go. Got, guys, here you go. Make sure you're, you're ringing and, but before you answer. He was born Robert Earl Davis Jr. in Smithville, Texas. He died in Houston in 2000 from a codeine overdose. Oh, I got this one. This is Sean. 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 DJ Screw. Yeah. DJ Screw. You're going to be at three points. Joe, you're a two. Don't I mean one? Don't worry, you can still catch up right. here. And remember, last question is going to be from celebrity judge Vanessa Gonzalez, and her points are going to be higher than the rest. All of All right, us. how many points is this worth? Uh, this worth one's worth one right now. All right, one point. By the way, are these the two guys that tried to give me that TV? Probably. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. You got to listen carefully now, and maybe count. Spain. France, Oof. Mexico, yep. Republic of Texas, yep. Confederate States, yep. and United States. Yep. What did I just name? Cities in Texas, Sean? So, Sean, yes. Cities in Texas? Uh, Spain is not a city <laughs> in Texas, nor is Republic hey, of Texas. A, we have a Paris, right? Yeah, we yeah, do. We right. Right. I want you to. I want you to count. I'm going to do it again, and I want you to count. Count them out. Spain, France, Mexico. I'll pause so you can catch up. Yeah. All right. Republic of Texas, Confederate States, 
United States. Now think of a really old bald man dancing and try to tell us what this is. But look at this. Six flags, Sean. Six flags. Sean, you are correct. Those are the six flags over Texas. Sean is at one point. Joe, uh, Joe is at one point. Sean is at four points. Here's the good news, Joe. This final question is worth five points. Whoever gets this will win the whole thing. Wow, the whole thing. But you have to answer Vanessa Gonzalez's question correctly. Remember, we don't take an answer unless you ring in first. Okay, so I hope you were listening earlier. But what border town am I from? Sean. Sean. Laredo. Yay. Laredo is correct. Sean is our big winner, ladies and gentlemen. He had it the whole time. He had it all the way. He had it all the way. All the way. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Laredo. 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 Nine five six. Nine five six. Puro Laredo. Thank you, fellas. Hey, here's the thing. Guess what, Joe? It's good news. Um. You actually both are going to win. Uh, you get to have first choice of tickets, though, Sean. Do you want Mark Norman or do you want Freaks on Parade Rock Show? I'll take Freaks on Parade. Okay. Joe, you want Rock Show or you want Mark Norman Comedian? Comedian. All right. That All works right. out. We that didn't even have to out. split them up that way. Right. That's great. a good time. You guys, you. don't go anywhere. Hang on the line because uh, Chewy's got to come to you in a second and get all your information. Happy Texas Day, everybody. I yeah. love that we have it. So one more day for Texas to flex on the rest of the country. Yeehaw. Here's what I don't get. We flex all the time, and then we're like, why is everybody moving here? I don't get why everybody's <laughs> moving here. Maybe it's because we don't stop flexing. For real. If we, we talked about how much stuff sucked here, we wouldn't have the same problem. We're the best. Yeah. Keep away. <laughs> Oh, my God, you wouldn't believe how good our food is. Why is there a line outside of our restaurant? It's too packed everywhere. Uh, he was not from Texas. Who? Tupac. Tupac. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Vanessa Gonzalez, thanks very much for hanging out here thanks this morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, do us a favor, because we are a week out and letting everybody uh, know about this. Yeah. Will you? I know that you're going to be on the road a lot. You have a lot going on. But would you call us next week sometime just to kind of just, just call in yeah, and it. say, what's up, kids? Reminder. I'm going to... Because I... We want your shows to be packed out. I'm I good. Yeah, I want them sold out. Here's a secret message I'll tell everybody right now. I, I happen to love storytelling style of comedy. I like all styles of comedy mm. that are done well. When anybody's passionate and they're doing their style to the best of its ability, I, I love that. But you tell great Long, fun stories. Uh, you're not afraid to. You're not afraid to make fun of life, to make fun of yourself, which is, I think, always makes the audience relax. You are not someone who's mean and goes after the audience. It is an no. absolute enjoyable time, and you know you'll see me because I know that my wife is going to want Yay. tickets and to be there. Uh, you're a great, fantastic comic, and it has been an absolute joy. I know I always sound like your dad when I talk to you, but I, I am <laughs> so effing proud of you Aww. to see how well you've done. We, none of us had doubts about it. Thank I remember you. everybody, they, the first year, uh, the first time I saw you, and everybody had been talking about you. You're like, oh, this is girl. She's coming from the improv scene. Mm -hmm. She does this stuff. You should see it. And the first time I saw you do a set, I was like, holy crap, because you were telling the story about a water park. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> god damn, that's funny. That's really funny. 
And um, and so I'm excited to. So that's Vanessa Gonzalez, everybody. How can people follow you or get to know more about you? Uh, I'm at Vanessa G Comedy on everything, all the social media, and VanessaComedy.com. There you go, Vanessa yeah. Comedy and Vanessa G Comedy. Follow along. Uh, congratulations to our winners, by the way. Whoa, a lot more winners that we can have tomorrow as well because we've been irresponsible and forgot to give away as many tickets as we were supposed to this week. So there's yeah. actually a ton of giving away tomorrow and um even though there's no games this weekend our good friend sawyer stull will be in tomorrow to still talk a little bit of football i don't know what we're gonna bet on we'll find something and of course hot dogs hey did you work it out chewy are we gonna have our special hot dogs uh, tomorrow wiener system will be uh coming in tomorrow really a famous pop-up here in austin there's a famous very excited yeah you want to come back vanessa you want to come back tomorrow and get hot dogs yeah i want a hot dog open door policy you got get your ass up and get in here come get a hot dog (laughs) Uh, thank you all very much. Hey, Bob. Yes, sir. Thanks for being a good sport today. Oh, I know we beat you up yeah. about this cool Bob just, thing. Just remember my name. Don't cool wear Bob. it out. Don't wear it out. Hey, everybody. Check out Bob online at coolbobthecoolestbobever.com. I don't know. Wait, I got to get that website. All right. Someone else is going to get what it. What about Soup Bob? Soup. <laughs> cool Soup Bob. Soup what Bob. about Bob who turned down a uh, an 8K television, <laughs> which may or may not exist? <laughs> Uh, ladies and gents, we are Mornings with Matt and Bob. We are powered by Chewy. We're here till 10 every day. We're back in the morning.